Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Uh, good morning to everybody. I don't know how well um, this is playing. Uh, good morning, Dave Smith. Good morning, Vernico. Good morning, Shelley. Uh, uh, Good morning, Andre. Good morning, uh, Jeff Carlin. So hopefully, hopefully the, the signal will get better. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Jay King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Willie Van. With me are my co-hosts, Sydney Braxton. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in Cyberland. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning. And, of course, we're glad to have you here this morning with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this isn't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end. That being said, strap them down, roll them up, and tuck them in. You're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Gary King, and do your thing. Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Good morning, Dre Hines. This Friday, August 11, 2023, you're riding with the Kings. There ain't a problem. He can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Fix in the mix. Every breath you take is a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for two hours. All right, not that long. Let's breathe on a Friday. Kings in the morning. Good morning, America. I'm drinking coffee. Please have a cup with me. Good morning, America. Brother Reverend Ali. Papa Jay was mute and phones. Whenever he had noticed it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Well, let me say again, Papa Jay was mute and phones. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know what kind of um signal I'm getting uh, out there. So is it is the signal good, you guys? Is, let me know if you guys um that's online if it's cool. Let me know. <laughs> 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 
Nobody with them people online, he give a damn about us here on the phone. No, I, no I, I'm just saying. I you always you trying to please them people online, Jay. If you can't please them people online, you're in the whole show. You don't have no enthusiasm, lathers. That's not true. Uh, good morning, Mr. Elias. If Dale so Bernie can't hear you, you don't feel good. Dre Hines says that it's freezing bad. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. I just want to know, Ali. Uh, <laughs> Tell them to call in. Tell them to call in and listen then. See how real they yes is. Yes is good or yes is freezing bad? Which one which is the yes for you? It's freezing up at times is what um Mr. Elias said. So when it's freezing up it's because I lost the signal. Uh, it's cut out a few times, but it seems to be good now, is what Shelly says. Yeah, I think it was cutting out earlier, but it seems to be getting a little better. I, and I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to find out. You know, I'm, one thing I, I'm going to tell you about um, about this um, these cable companies this year, they want their money. They don't give a fuck about what the service is. They want they give me my money. A vertical said it's fine for him. All right, Vern, that's good. All right. Uh, good morning, Snitchy Smurf, and good morning, John Beckman. Good morning to you. Guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to call in because the signal was terrible. Yeah, finally oh, you okay. call in. You're going to get stuck today. You better sit there in the corner and be quiet. How are you doing? Oh, they said it's good now. Good morning, King. Wow, that was great. Family, wonderful. That was very kind of you to say, um, John Beckman. Uh, is this is this Kim Virgil calling eight five zero? Is Probably. that Kim Virgil? It is. Probably. You know? It's Monkey. It's Monkey Friday. Uh, the Good morning, is sister. Where it is the eight five zero? Where it is? Oh my God! Hey. It's Chimpanzee Friday. Good morning, everybody, everybody, and you too, Ali. Um, morning, Papa was the Where he kept his hat was his own. Papa was a rolling stone. Would you, would you mute that motherfucking monkey, J. King? He did. He did. Deductions applied. I just wanted to say, was that Simi Braxton I heard on the intro? Don't worry about who it was. Yes. He don't, he don't speak your good. language. I have not I have not heard the Sim Master in quite some time. Hey Simi <laughs> Simi don't talk to much. Does he have his earplugs on? Does he need another battery? Oh, wow. Borrow one from Six Eyes. His uh, iPod. He will Hello, Kimberly. Good morning. Hello, Kimberly. Wow. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? 
five, I got a question I've been wanting to ask you for so very long. Six. What's that? What color is your coffee? Well, my coffee is a light uh, cream. Uh, light cream. Not black today. Thought, Not black. I thought you were blind. How you know? You know, well, oh. Kim, here, here's, the, here's the thing. God sees for me. What I don't see, physically, God sees for me. And um, that, that that's how it is. I tell you what, you close your eyes for five minutes and try to navigate the world. Let me know how you do. Kings in the morning. Good morning, America. Good morning. That's, Kim, do you think that was very kind for you to say? I challenge any of you to do it. What, to Kim, ask six think, eyes what color, what color something is? To ask six eyes what color something is? Do you think that was very kind? Uh, yeah. Was it not? Hmm. Why would you think asking him um, what color something is would be kind? Because I don't know if he's partially blind all the way blind or conveniently blind. You know, it's not very postmaster-like to ask those questions. Just you ask him, how would he know after he answered? Uh, and you know he believes. John Beck, I don't know that. I've heard that. I've never met Six. I don't know he's blind. Now, why would you have to know? Why? Why do you need to know? I don't need to know. You said I know, and I said I don't know. I don't have to know. Like, I don't know, I don't have to know why John Beckman insists on calling me postmaster when my name is Kim. I don't need to know why you and I haven't had a date in a while if you don't want to date me. I mean, things like that. You also don't know why your dumb ass is muted, but let me tell you in a language that you'd understand. (laughs) 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 What I'm saying, let me shit. Coming on this show, fucking with me, we'll get your dumb ass muted instead of just being cool. And just enjoying the fact that you're hanging out with the king. <laughs> she, she got gonged on the gong show. Good morning, Janet Marie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, instead of just being cool, she's going to make me go ape shit on her. <laughs> I told you it was Monday Friday. I can't people just be nice. They just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why she can't come on the show and just be nice? Is she high? (laughs) I know. Yes, I like it. I like it. I like Uh, you smoking something today. He kind of thought it was funny, Kim, asking that. Well, uh, Kim, how um how much how many more years before you retire from the post office? 
two. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to retire with my son graduate. Same day. Same day? So basically you're not going to go to his graduation because you're going to be um, um, Oh, no. I would be there in I would be there in full attendance, full attendance, and uh, we'll just have one party. <laughs> You're going to be there in full monkey uniform? <laughs> we, will have, we will have one party, uh, uh, retirement slash graduation, and I'm, gonna even, and I'm going to even book Club Nouveau for my entertainment. No, uh, we don't perform over there with the chimps. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, Kim's son is now. Is he going to play professional ball, or is he? Is he? Uh, is he just? Is he just going to? Um... He's just academic. He did not. Um, he's not playing any sports at all. He's uh finance major. He had his intern at Merrill Lynch this summer. He has one more week before he go back to school. And he's a junior at the University of Florida, Gainesville. Go Gators! Go Gators! Good morning, Zoila. Um, I don't know if you guys know what's going on, but in Maui, Hawaii, there is a fire burning out of control. There's wildfires burning um, at an island where at least 55 people have died. The death toll from the wildfires burning through Hawaii's Maui Islands has risen to at least 55, officials said late Thursday night. As the number of missing remains unclear, the blaze that engulfed Lahana is now 87, I mean 80% contained, authorities said, but the tourism hub and historic Welling Village have been decimated. Hawaii Governor Josh Green said the wildfires will likely be the largest natural disaster the state has ever seen as firefighters continue to make progress against two other major fires on the island. Good morning, Del Bernie. Um, thousands of people remain displaced while nearly 11,000 Maui residents are still without power. President Joe Biden signed the disaster declaration to direct federal forces to the island, but it will be several years before Maui is fully able to recover and rebuild following this week's devastation. Good morning, Jelena. Jelena, do me a favor and text me your um, text me your um, cash app so I can pay for the picture that you um, sold me, the, the artwork you did. Um, yep. So that's what's happening in Hawaii. Good morning, Jojo. That's what's what's happening in Hawaii right now. Isn't it interesting that something so devastating can be happening in one part of our country, um, and we just on in, in another part of the country we're just moseying along. But do but do but do but do but do but do It's quite interesting how how the world works. Good morning, Christy Grant. Interesting, interesting and sad at the same time. It's known as the nature of the beast. 
we don't get involved or care unless it's close to home or involves us or someone we care about. That's why I'm really, for zoo habitat, I really try to make it more natural. I want it to be more natural for animals so that they don't break out and try to integrate into the human species and act like they know what we're talking about. Um, Zoila said supposedly there wasn't enough time <laughs> to warn with sirens at the fire spread. The technology was too late. Oh, wow. Listen, man, all that is telling us is that when I hear that story, all I hear is that Hawaii just need getting some money and Biden already over there giving it to him. That's all it was. It's just a money thing. Jeff, my koi are doing fine. I have little baby koi that, that have grown up. My bigger koi, they were, they were um, about four of them were eaten by a big, big um, predator like a, um, a raccoon or something. But I have little ones that are getting bigger. Good morning. Um, it's good to see you, um, Jew. Good to see you here. How you doing, sir? Hey, hey, good morning. And you're the sir. I'm never the good sir. Good morning. Morning. Hey, Jude, how you doing, buddy? Hey, what do you say there, pal? What's up, pal? What's up, pal? What's, hey, what's up, pal? Hey, there he is. So what's going on? Good to hear you, brother. You too. So today is Friday, August 11th, 2023. I'm going to do the daily word. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Jude is in the building. We want to get this show started. Of course, Kim, Kim the chimpanzee is here. And so it's going to be some monkey business taking place today. Uh, <clears throat> um, good morning, Terrence White. <laughs> yes, you, there's going to be some good laugh here. Kim is here. It's going to be a mess. Um, the uh, daily word is ready, R-E-A-D-Y, ready. I am ready to be of joyful service. It might be easy to say I will do what I can to express the divine spirit within, but harder to know where to start. This is where having some ideas in mind can help to get me going. These ideas are simple steps I can take that will brighten the world by shining a Christ light from within me. I can show kindness by stopping to help someone struggling with a task, perhaps carrying their groceries home. I can offer spiritual support, praying with someone, and seeing them healed and prospered. Little acts of love can have big consequences. The more ready I am to express my higher self, the more habitual it becomes. Ever ready to serve, I think of more and more ways to help, to love, and to care. Today's Bible verse is 1 Timothy 6.18. They are too good to be rich in good works, generous, and ready to share. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is punk, spelled P-U-N-K. And the definition for punk is a worthless person, often used in general terms of abuse. And let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Today, August 11, 2023, 
all of a sudden, this punk dude decided to show up. I knew punk. it. I fucking knew it. I knew it. Why you got to take shots? Why you got to take shots? Nice. No. And we were can supposed I to be pals. Can I put both words in a sentence, please? Sure. Yeah. And I, Kimberly Virgil, am ready to be the fiancé of Jay King. I don't need him to punk out on me any longer. <laughs> Can I, let, let me let me add um let me add a third word to the so I'm gonna use ready, punk, Uh-oh. and mute. <laughs> Don't make me ready to send punks to the zoo to tape your mouth up and mute your ass. Ready, punk, mute. <laughs> hear that? <laughs> hear that, Kim? The voice don't match the mouth. I know. I I don't know. Um, I can't. I don't know what it is, you guys. You know, it's the service. I got to talk to Steph and find out why our connection is so bad. You're getting a, a penny a minute. A penny, yeah, is that right? You're getting a penny a minute. You should be rich by now. No, we don't. I don't. We don't get that. Don't. I know. I know. I'm, I know, I'm just. I'm, I'm just. I'm just fucking around. That's just me. A penny you, a minute. I know. <laughs> How fucking rich is that guy? Thank you. Yeah, you talking a lot today too, nigga. You ain't been here in a while to be talking that long. Shut up, nigga. Hey. May I give you a couple updates before um, we get into topics? No, you don't give sure. us shit. You gotta bow down to J. King. Get on your knees first, and then we'll see. I'll bow down. Jim, go ahead. Okay. Thank you. So King Fred says that he's in meetings this morning, so um, he's gonna try to be um, with y'all. Here in a little bit, but just so you know, that's where okay, he's at. Okay, so and then also we don't need you know, Fred. Okay, that don't need that don't mean shit. How about one from King Marcus? What did he say? Okay, he wanted you to know that your word of the day for yesterday, which was relax and reset, he said um, was like a uh, confirmation to the rest that he took at the waterfall, and he had an amazing time, and he wanted you to personally know. Um, that you motivated him and he appreciated it. Okay. Well, I don't know what that means. What was yesterday's word? Tea? Lemon um, tea? The, <laughs> the daily word was relax and reset. Oh, anyway, that wasn't the daily word. Or maybe it was. Yesterday's word was relax. Oh, yeah, you show it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. How I do, Marcus T. Thank you. <laughs> Relaxation. Marcus Lime T. How many of you guys <laughs> believe? How many Marcus? He think you need some lime. You you, have, you can have Marcus Lime T. You know you can make a lot of money because you can from your tea because of your soap. Um, <laughs> let me ask you guys a question. How many of you guys believe? that we went to the moon, that we were on the moon, that 
that the moon uh, landing was real. I don't believe I don't that. Know. I, I that don't know. Was staged. I, I don't know. I don't know. If there's no oxygen in, in space, how was the flag moving? To bring the oxygen and shit tanks. Like how come we ain't scuba. never been back? What's up, Johnny? Scuba. They use the scuba hey, gear up, up there right here. Hey, yeah. I, I don't believe why it. Is there reports, why is there reports that there were other things on, on the moon that you guys don't even think about? They said they were thinking that they discovered that they had never been missing. How can we think about them? How can we think about them? I say it's irrelevant. If they can't take care of Earth down here, what the hell is space? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Oh, so, anyway. so what you're telling me is is that space is, is irrelevant. So they shoot satellites into space and able to orbit them around the Earth millions of times beyond all the space junk that's up there and have a space station out there that they put people on for years and come back on. Oh, but space is irrelevant. Yeah. Sound crazy. We right do what we do what we want. Okay. How do you like that? We do what we want. Um, Jeff Carlin says, "Of course, I believe it." Les Moore says, uh, "Mr. Les, I believe you. I believe it." Daphne says, "I don't believe it." Jan Marie says, "Fuck no. I was stupid for about forty years." Ah. So, so what would be? So let me ask you guys a question. For, for those of you who don't believe, um, Jana Marie uh, was getting ready to go on a racist rant. She said Pecker Woods lie about everything. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this. What would be, what's the win? What's, what's the win in, in faking the moon landing? And if Russia... Uh, if Russia went space, why why would Russia say why wouldn't Russia say the United States is lying? I mean, like, what would be the yeah? That, that's right. What would be the purpose for the setup? Well, what's the win? Where why would we fake that? I, I don't mean, know the win. I don't know the wind, but I was just gonna say like it just could be a distraction. They might needed they might have needed to distract us um, momentarily well, while they do a little slick shit. Well, you know, J. King, I I don't believe Russia nor the United States, so I wouldn't give a fuck what neither one of them motherfuckers said. Believe that. So the motherfuckers lie so together. What, so okay, so. So when we have debris falling from the sky, what, what is so? You, where is that coming from? We shot that's it up there. That's coming from the shit that they that they flew over us last night when we were asleep. That's the shit that's falling down now. Oh, okay. Um, and Dre says, "Well, they use a lot of taxpayers' money." Jana Marie says, "That's what's <laughs> wrong with everybody. We've been lied to all our lives, and that's why we lie and abuse each other." Actually. So because we went to space, we line up really just because we went to space. What's that? But that. Um, uh, Mr. Les said, um, Russia and the United States lie makes no sense. Um, Jan Marie said there is no Russia. They're all on the same team, Jay. Probably right. Um, 
Jeff Carter said, our media is taking a dookie. Is that what you guys think? Yes. So let me tell you why I asked the question. There was a guy, um, there was a teacher teaching about the moon landing. And he was talking about um, how uh, how they landed, how they landed on, the moon. on the moon. Which one of you motherfuckers is on the speakerphone? Or got your goddamn They ain't fucking me. Six eyes. Six eyes. Um, All right. Good morning. Not me. I'm on mute. I'm drinking my coffee. <laughs> So, um, one of the students said, um, who took the picture? And the teacher said, what? And the student said it again, who took the picture? And the teacher said, what do you mean? He said, he's taken the first step on the moon. Who took the picture? Uh. Because he's the first guy on the moon who took the picture. <laughs> Bing bong. Daphne Gibson said, I believe the spaceship would implode just like the sub did. That's my take on it. It could be a reenactment, though. They could be just doing a reenactment. That's their, That's going to be their position. So, so let's just say, let's say that that would be, but, but we didn't have the technology to create Reenactment then the way we do today. But yeah, but we can put the put the video in, in certain spots and says this happened first, this happened second. I don't know what Buzz Aldrich said, but uh, Denim Bree said Bud Aldrich told the truth. What? Let me see what it. Oh. Bud Aldrich. Did he say we didn't go? Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, though, if they did go, that's why we got them UFOs on the motherfucking planet now. Yeah, we got to deal with those guys. Okay, so here's a, an online video combining clips from three Buzz Aldrin interviews do not show him saying the first moon landing was fake. But users are sharing the video as though Aldrin admits that Apollo 11 did not land on the moon. An example of a tweet including the text, but Aldrin admits the moon landing was fake, can be seen here. Let me see. Thank you, Jenny. Scariest. It didn't happen. It could have been scary. <laughs> Why has nobody been to the moon for a long time? <laughs> That's not an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. I don't know, but I think I know. Because we didn't go there, and 
And that's the way it happened. And and if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something, we need to know why something. Fascinating. I remember very clearly, I think anybody who's alive at the time does, I remember my parents waking me up and we went down and we watched you guys land on the moon. No, which was, no you didn't. What? Because... Uh, uh, there wasn't any television. There wasn't anybody taking a picture. You watched animation. So you associated what you saw with... I have very hazy memories. Well, I know. Mm -hmm. well, 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 no, well, what we saw was we all, we all were gathered around the old top radio and listened. talking about, uh, you know, how many feet you were going to the left and right. And then I said, contact light, engine stop. And a few other things. And then Neil said, Houston, tranquility base. He goes, there's the limit. That's just, Man, how about that? That's, that was very exciting. Not a bad line. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. just, so were you self-conscious about all the, I mean, the entire... So, the moon landing took place on July 20th, 1969, with astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin emerging from the Apollo 11 lunar module and taking the first human steps on the lunar surface. Photographs in the mission can be seen. In the circulating video, however, Aldrin's remarks are taken out of their original context and truncated to suggest he is describing the Apollo 11 mission has never happened. The first clip was excerpted from a Q&A with Aldrin at the Oxford Union in 2015. When asked by an audience member, what the scariest moment of the journey was, Aldrin responds, scariest, it didn't happen. It couldn't. Aldrin recounts looking at the floor of the lunar module and amid the dust, there was something that didn't look like it belonged there, referring to a broken circuit brake. He explains how pushing the circuit breaker with a pin sent the necessary power to an engine that ultimately helped the crew return to Earth. The second clip shows Aldrin at the 2015 National Book Festival where a young girl interviews him about space. When asked why nobody has been on the moon in such a long time, he responds because we didn't go there. And that's why, that's the way it happened. The version on social media cuts off Aldrin going on to explain we need to know why something stopped in the past if we wanted to keep it going. He says that money is a factor as more money is needed for new space equipment and resources instead of doing the same thing. The last clip shows Aldrin interviewed by Conan O'Brien in 2000, discussing animations used by broadcasters during coverage of the module landing and TV broadcasts intercutting these animations with audio, but not video, because there was no one present on the moon's surface to film the landing itself. So what happens is this, you guys. People will take something, like literally somebody could take something from Kings in the Morning or a series of Kings in the Morning broadcasts and they could make a racial uh, uh, prejudice, bigoted, or biased video from us. 
and they could take it. They could take all of the laughing and stuff out. They could take all of the back and forth out and just single out one person and make anything they want. And because as a society, we are, we're so ready to debunk any and everything. We're so ready, willing, and able to make a lie the truth because we're not prepared to think for ourselves. We don't think, we don't think for self. We wait for other things to come into play that allow us to think and say, ah, that's just like the, the event that took place uh, the other day with um, in Alabama. You know, it looked racial because it became a racial thing once the, the, the black people saw a black guy being, uh, let me, um, what can I say? Once the white people saw a black guy being jumped on by other white people. And once, um, once they saw that, then the, the, the black people came to the aid of the other, um, the black guy, and the white people came to the aid of the white people. And that's where, but the beginning of it was not racial. Because the guy that was um, that was the, the captain of the boat was a white guy, and he was asking a boat to move. Good morning, Michael Niner George. Um, and um, he was asking the guy to, to move, move your boat. And then he said he did it four times. And then the fifth time he said, I'm going to call the police because they gave him the bird. And it didn't escalate it. But we are quick, as quickly as we can. We want to racialize things. As quickly as we can, we want to debunk. Um, we want to we debunk things. And I'm going to tell you something. When you sound like the bigot, when you sound like the prejudiced person, when you sound like the bias, when you sound like the racism, you are it. When you make yourself and who you are and the group you belong to, superior to, better than, more than, above, or anything like that, you're the same thing. If you were in power, you would be the same thing that the one who is power is. You you do the same thing. Good morning, Hilda. So I, I didn't jump on it 
being a racial matter because I didn't know. I didn't know all the details. Before I start making an opinion, I got to know details and facts. And on CNN last night, the um, uh, I can't remember the I don't know the black girl's name, uh, but her arms got big overnight. I think she had a baby, got big arms there. Uh, but I, I don't I don't know if I like her. Uh, testimony is the white boys was calling him the N-word when they were N-word. That, that's no testimony. That's a lie, Janet. Nobody, you, you be making up shit. One thing I, Janet Marie, one thing I know about you is if there's a racist and a bigot uh, in black skin, you you one of them. You're going to be that. I don't know why you, you like to go there, but that's, that's your thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. So, look at I would listen to a testimony and say, if the captain called into a radio station that he was talking about, right? That's not the first mm-hmm. interception they had with those people. So they've been, these people have been a consistent thorn in his side for a long time. He said, but right. this is the first time it escalated. And he said that one year they had uh, a golf court to help the elders to the boat, into their, their vehicles. And those guys took the, the, the cart and drove it to the hotel and left it there. They had to rewind the camera to find out who had the book of things. But these guys have been consistent over and over again. But I think what a lot of people understand is, is that if you know anybody who has a boat, anybody who has a boat, it's like it's like a sports car to them. And if you touch it, it they get real sensitive because they don't want nobody else driving it. So when they touch the boat, it was like moving a sports car. They didn't want, and so it, they, they were pissed. I, I hate, I understand it. And to me, it wasn't racial in that way. But because they moved the boat, and because people who love boats are so sensitive about them, that, that's where it come in. And they said that the guy said, there's a, there's a name of the, uh, there's a name for the boat. And he said, nobody touches the whatever, the something freedom is called. The something freedom is called. And so, so everybody thought it was a racial slur, but it wasn't. It was the name of the boat. And right. he said, nobody touches the such and such. And that's where everybody felt like it was a racial slur. There's a slur, whatever it, the, the, the name of the boat is, there's a racial slur that's supposed to be involved in that, that, that term. But anyway, make a long story short, that's where it escalated that from. Because he moved well, I'm going to tell you boat. something. CNN, CNN said, you know, they, they did a lead in on it like the captain was going to say that it was racist. and But that's not what the captain said. And I, no, hate, when show, I, I hate when show hosts do a lead-in to try, you know, a good morning, Todd, uh, to try to make it something that is not. Uh, Michael Nana Jordan said, Jenna Marie is the leader of a racist movement. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, I just think that um, I just think that we we're so manipulated now. We don't even recognize the manipulation. We're so conditioned in manipulation that we don't even see that we're being manipulated because we're not used to thinking for ourselves. It's why people watch the news. And, and you know, and, and and they come to the conclusion based on what they already know is biased. 
there's nobody presenting anything factual and saying, okay, you know, let me see what you think. I don't care what channel you go to. They all have a bias. Um, and that's what they promote. And then you got people that buy into their bias. And then they and they spread their bias message. And you know, we, we talk about racism, you know, black against white, white against black all the time. And just to show you how how that, that situation affected white people in a major way. I was sitting at my favorite place, you know, during the day, and a black guy, we were, they were being funny, and he threw his hat up. Now, two guys had already walked into the bar, and the other three was behind him, and they raised their hands and said, whoa. And the black people started laughing. That was crazy. But the guy said, you guys shouldn't feel like that. that that's not like that. He said, man, look, we ain't got never worry about the people around here. You guys need to chill out. It's okay. Good morning, everybody. You know what I find interesting, J. King? What's that? The drive-by, the drive-by nature of these stories when there's a racial component. Let me give you a quick example. We had the story of the two young men who fought at the New Jersey Mall. CNN started by saying that the police accosted the black man and told the white kid to sit down. But then they found out that the kid was Hispanic. The story goes away. Very recently, we had the story about the Sesame Place incident. With the yes, black but, they, girls but, but the bottom line is, but really, whether, whether it, it was the, the um, uh, Hispanic guy or not, the lighter-skinned guy, the lighter-complected guy. Oh, no, 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 Jay, Jay, Jay I, get, I get that. I'm not saying, okay, I, whatever the case that I'm saying is, is that when, when the story was first reported, it was he was white. They found out he was Hispanic, and the story went away. Nobody reported on it anymore. The, the, the story with the two black girls at Sesame Place, when they said that they, they, it was racially motivated that the character ignored the two black girls who wanted to get a hug, right? That didn't pan out the way that they wanted it to. The story goes away. There's never any reconciliation at the end of it. So that's what I mean by the drive-by nature of the story, right? It's used to, to pick people against each other and to start that, you know, it's a wedge issue. You start it as a wedge issue, and then, of course, there's, you know, uh, um, Heads, you know, simpler, you know, uh, I'll just say, let's just say that cooler heads prevail and you find out the truth behind it all, and then people immediately back away from it and act like nothing happened, which is bullshit. Well, that's that's why, the whole yeah, objective. But, the, but that's, but that's our, our system is built like that. Good morning, um, Pada. Good morning, J.D. Henry. I didn't see you guys in the chat room. Um, our system is built that way. Our system it's built Agreed. for that for that division. Um, our conversation, uh, what happens uh, on our media networks, and I don't care whether it's an online network, um, whether it's the Drudge Report or uh, Fox News or MSNBC or CNN. We don't get um, we don't get um, just factual news and you come to your conclusion, we get opinionated facts. It's somebody's opinion of the facts. Um, and, and, and Jason, um, let me say this. And, uh, I, and I agree with you on that because the, when you look at the, the films, nobody says that they moved the boat or anything. You just see the fight breaks out and everybody runs the guy to the boat. But like I said, again, if you know people who have the boat, 
they are very interested about their folks. They want nobody to touch them. Again, and this is, but this is where social media gets, becomes dangerous because now social media becomes the truth. This is where uh, um, truncated, truncated uh, uh, videos become dangerous because truncated videos can tell whatever story they want to tell. You can listen to this show on any day of the week that we do it. And there are certain periods of time in this show that you could take a a section of it and you would say that we talk about absolutely nothing on this show. All we do is yell at each other and and do racial, racial epithets, and that would be it. And people would say, that is, that show, they don't, I don't know why they do that show. That show is horrible, blah, blah, blah. Because they don't, because they won't take out, they can take out anything they want and add anything they want. Um, uh, Shelly Fouch says, you're right, I see you blame everything on the Pecklewoods daily. <laughs> Janet Marie said, told Shelly she didn't know that because Michael Minor Jordan said that um, Janet Marie was a, a leader of a, a, a racist movement. Um, Dre Hines said, I could take one episode of Kings in the Morning and spice it up and make it look like some racist, straight bullshit. Exactly. We can do it to you, but we can do it in our lives. There are people that edit other people's lives every day. And that's why from time to time I remind you guys, this is a radio show. These are characters on this show. Yeah, it's made up of who they are, but it's also... Some of it, you know, it's just, you know, Ali is going to kill John Beckman when he sees him. He's going to stab him. He's going to shoot him. He's going to burn his house up, all kind of shit. Now, at one time, John Beckman said, yo, I'm not coming on the show because Ali is saying that shit, and I don't know, I don't know him like that. Because even on the show, it can get out of hand for the show sometimes. And we have to tell people, hey, uh, and even each other, uh, you know, hey, John, that's some nigga, cut it out. That's some bullshit. Again, hey, Ali ain't, gonna, ain't doing nothing. He's just talking shit. That's what Ali does. Um, Potter says, Opinion, opinionated news is gone. However, I think there was a healthy market for a very simple non-opinionated news broadcast where there are serious worldwide news where there is News being broadcast with no spin and no opinions or slants. I would watch that news. Valsin Young said, great point, Jay. Oh, uh, she, he said, I meant non-opinionated news is gone. Exactly. Um, uh, Jana Marie says, Shelly Fouch, that's not the definition of a racist thing. Pecklewood, racism is about hate and power. I don't possess either one of those. Um, uh, uh, race, uh Racism um, is also um, categorizing people um, as one thing, and, uh, and, and some of the stuff you say, and, yeah, and some of the stuff you say is racist. Sorry, um, but um, Reese, do you believe that we um, that we landed on the moon? 
If so, why? If not, why not? Good morning, Mary, and I'll ask you the same question. Yeah, yeah I believe we landed on the moon. Somebody, I heard the earlier uh, thing you said about if, if, if uh, Buzz Aldrin was the first man on the moon who took the picture. Yeah, the, the camera on the Apollo 11. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no, I know. I didn't say that. No, no, the kid, the kid in the joke. The kid in the joke says it. I know, I know. The kid in the story says that's what I was saying. I've heard that line before. That's what I was responding to, that particular line. Like, who took the picture? Obviously, a, a non-human operated camera caught those pictures. It doesn't need, it's like we don't know that cameras can be operated without a <laughs> human body. Like, how stupid is that? It's like people say, see, that's your proof. We're like, oh, please stop. You know, it's a, it's a camera that just puts the camera outside of the window and shows them getting off the damn roof. That's simple. But um, uh, suspend all disbelief. Um, Lee Fletcher said, we've seen after the brawl, people were making up all types of videos, um, edits, um, and music to be the first one to get theirs out there to get a release. Uh, uh, Jeff Carlin said, racism is saying all Jews are tight. Oh, wait, bad analogy. <laughs> Jeff I was saying I was saying before I, I was in a bad area information thing that's gone on for centuries you bring it up all the time with the Willie Lynch letter right so Steph yeah, Curry believed yeah. that the earth is flat he had to be chastised by Barack Obama um, recently when he said that he thought the earth was flat, Barack Obama sent him a, a message that says, come on, man. <laughs> but, yeah, people believe nonsense like that forever. You know, it's like we can't police what people think or what they believe. Just allow them to believe it. Well, you know, the, the problem is this. When you allow people to believe lies, lies become truth. And that's where, yes, they can, that's where you get saved. It's true. I mean, if you get enough people to believe in everybody, I think the whole saying is, what is it, that um, uh, a lie can travel around the world before the truth can get its pants on. Uh, look, it's just a fabric of, of, of who we are. But many people believe in lies that substantiate their own biases. And, and you know, you say it about me all the time, right? You said that, you know, as long as it's this news story com, uh, uh, com, comports to my point for the belief system, I'm t- more likely to believe in it. Well, the truth is on the opposite side of that. If you already have a preconditioned or preconceived notion about a thing, you're easily susceptible to that lie because it agrees with what your, your ideals are. That's just the fabric of life. I don't believe um, you're a racist. I don't believe you're a racist Todd, at all. Todd, a rapist. Smith, Todd Smith says, right, because if the word nigger would have been used, I believe it would have been much worse. But it's looking like it was a case of arrogance, entitlement, and privilege, just my opinion. I believe Much. humans have traveled to the moon. I believe humans have traveled to the moon as well. I don't. I don't see. I, I don't see. Um, you're correct on the topic, um, uh, uh, Todd. And um, uh, Shelley says my whole family, including my own babies, are black or Mexican. Um, Jana Marie said, "Are you white?" Uh, to Shelley, and Shelley said, "Yes, I am." Uh, and uh, which, which again, not, a lot of white folks. Mm-hmm. A lot of people listen to this show. Let me just tell you guys right now, a lot of people are listening to this show that you don't see right here because they listen to us in different mediums. A lot more um, white, Asian, um, Hispanic, 
uh, uh, other people listen to the show than you would imagine. Even I would imagine. Only, And I only say that because I've been in the airport where people have walked up to me and said, you're Jay King, right? Uh, and I said, um, yes. And I listen to your show, Kings in the Morning. I think it's funny. I think you guys are crazy. And they have different people that, that, that they um, like on the show. Believe it or not, Reese, you do have people that really enjoy you, as Ali and Kente have people that enjoy them um, on the show. <clears throat> and so there are a lot of people that listen to the show, and um, there are a lot of people that – and uh, oddly enough, this one white guy, he said, I listen to your show. Um, I'm just amazed at how brave you guys are and some of the stuff you say. Because I don't know if I, he's a, I, I can't even tell my friends I listen to the show. There are some people that are closet listeners. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it, but you know what? That's so crazy because I always say that. Like on the ground level, people have these conversations all the time. And these people I know, we have these conversations all the time. We're led to believe that people aren't really talking to one another about this kind of stuff. I think that's kind of bullshit. Well, it's not that it's just people can't talk. We have, we have made it where people can't talk about it in the open without being slanted to be a racist, a bigot, prejudiced, or biased. I don't mind white people loving themselves because as a black man, I love myself. But um, if white people love themselves, and and I'm gonna tell you, I was in a I was in a meeting with some black folks, and the things they were saying, I just stopped them and said, I got to be honest with you. If I heard a white person having the conversation that you guys are having, I'd call them racist. So I got to say that this sounds like a racist conversation to me. Michael Nader Jordan said, um, you white folks, Reese? He wanted to know if Reese, he wanted to know if you white folks. Um, I'm as white as you want me to be. Um, Potter says, serious question about the moon landing. There are some technical anomalies that need to be explained. The camera angle is a little silly, but there are some valid questions. I have my tinfoil hat on today. Yeah, Reese, but you have to understand that the government lies, and government lies have been so prevalent for so long that it's understandable there will be those who disbelieve what comes from the government source. This is the effect of so much lying and deceit. And so, and, I, and with that, I agree 1,000% with Potter. You know, the, the reason, you know, people, don't, people aren't skeptical for a reason, the reason why black folk didn't want to get the COVID shot. Good morning, Stacey Nicole. is because of our government and, and some of the things it did to Black people. Vernicle said we never landed on the moon. That was a big lie. I couldn't believe it in high school. Um, So Vernicle um, is one of those non-believers. I don't see the wind. I don't see the purpose for saying we landed on the moon Uh, for no reason. I just don't see the purpose for it. And for that reason alone, I can't can't say no, we didn't land on the moon. Michael Nader Jordan said, I want you to be whatever the hell you want to be, Reese. Um, General well, Reese said, I, I have heard them talk. 
Jenna Marie said, I have heard them talk like that, call me gal. And listen, Jenna Marie, because you hear somebody else become racist, bigoted, prejudiced, or biased, doesn't mean you have to and doesn't mean you should. I, I'm, I'm not going to let you change who I am because of your silly small mind. That's how I see it. Shelly said, I didn't get that damn shot either. Nope, nope, nope. Well, I got this shot, Shelly, and um, haven't turned into a frog or become discombobulated in any way, form, or fashion yet. So I suspect um, I suspect I won't. Uh, um, uh, so Snitchy Smurf just sent me something and said, consider the article of 100 amazing and interesting facts about a human being. Uh, number one, the only part of the body that has no blood supply is the cornea of the eye. Oxygen is obtained directly from the air. Um, number two, the human brain capacity exceeds four terabytes. Number three, up to seven months, a child can breathe and swallow simultaneously. Number four, our skull consists of 29 different bones. Number five, the nervous impulse of the brain moves at the speed of 170 miles an hour. Number six, one human brain generates more electrical impulses for one day than all the phones in the world combined. Um, number seven, the average human body contains enough sulfur to kill all the fleas on the average dog. Carbon to make 900 pencils, potassium to shoot from a toy cannon, fat to make seven pieces of soap, and enough water to fill a barrel and 13 gallons. The heart of a man pumps 48 million gallons of blood for his life. 50,000 cells in your body die and are replaced with new ones while you're reading this sentence. Um, uh, Lee Fletcher said, in 1968, supposedly, Stanley Kubrick created the Apollo landing in Huntsville, Alabama, on a soundstage months before people seen it. Um, you know, <laughs> by the way, did, did, did Snitchy Smurf get this human body uh, list from Jeffrey Dahmer's library? <laughs> no, I didn't, King Reese. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Just, these are some creepy facts about the human body. I'm just like, but we like the macabre here on Kings of the Morning, correct? Okay, first of all, you just used the word that Yusuf Kente is not going to know. So you get deductions <laughs> for that. <laughs> this, okay, self-apply, thank you. Um, um, the uh, odd and unusual, how's that? Yes, exactly. Thank you. We appreciate that. Sesame Street Grammar here on the Kings of the Morning program. Thank you. Hey, you know what? I, I, I appreciate the Sesame Street uh, Grammar here. Yes, Charles, you've made that quite clear. Snitchy. Yes? Snitchy, you live in... Um, you live uh, in... Uh, what's, your, what's your question? What is your question? Oh. How, how, how far is that from Sacramento? Um, about two hours, um, and without uh, much traffic, two and a half. 
You need me to be in Sacramento? No, I was going to offer you a job sometime this week. You've already offered me a job. I've accepted it. Are you offering me a second job? This is a good time because I've been fired by Plankton. Sorry. (laughs) I I don't know. Being fired. Being fired. Listen to me. Being fired by Plankton is like a cold sore. Wait, wait, hold on. Being fired by Plankton is like it's like a cold sore on a supermodel. <laughs> oh my God! Noted. <laughs> yes, noted. Good morning. Good morning, Potter. Good morning, Potter. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Um, hey, James, did you see? Did you hear about um, the Pfizer execs being grilled in Australia? And some of the stuff no. they apparently. Oh my God! It's so good. <laughs> Go ahead, Reese. Have you heard? What have you heard, Reese? Oh, it's so I can't. It's too much to get into here to be bored by it. It's it's good for people like us who are into that stuff, but just the just the lies and the omissions that were made by the Pfizer executives in Australia. It'll never meet the mainstream media. You'll have to see it yourself because it's on YouTube and they can't put it down. It's amazing. Be wise. Okay, B.Y. says the basic basic building block of life is carbon, a.k.a. melanin. The common sense should tell one that the Apollo 11 moon landing was a fake. O.J. Simpson made a movie about it, Capricorn 1, in 1977. Jelena says the person who was said to have landed on the moon made a statement that there was never a moon landing. He wanted it known before his death. I, I I hadn't heard any of that, but I I did hear. I remember one. I heard it. There was a some years ago. There was a a NASA official, chief engineer, who was being. I, I guess he was on camera at some at some event, and he was talking about how difficult it was to make it to space and and to get to anywhere further from the Earth. And then somebody asked, "But didn't we go to the moon?" He stopped in his tracks and he started mumbling and bumbling and stumbling. It's almost like he forgot to see. It was it was incredible, and it was like one of their chief engineers. Um, well, let me just say this: I won't. I I wouldn't put it past us that we didn't land on the moon. But until I see or hear or, or, or I'm able to corroborate uh, a, something that's really factual, not based on what somebody heard of you know or what somebody told them. But based on, you know, um, because there's certain research, that I, and that's just for me. I think everybody, the one beautiful thing about freedom that I hope everybody starts to learn how to exercise is you got the freedom to believe whatever you want to believe, live the way you want to live. You have the freedom to think the things you want to think and then walk in what you think. You just can't yeah, fuck around with any... it if I don't agree with it. I'm, we just ain't we, not... ain't, we ain't hanging out like that. There's never been any definitive evidence to say that we didn't. Hello. That, yeah. That the U.S. Didn't, let me not stop saying we, that the U.S. didn't go. 
Yeah. He didn't thought, mean it. He's on the other line. I thought that was one of Jay's concerts starting up. I didn't know it. Wow, that's it, though. Wow. Shot fired. Shot fired. Bang, bang. Talk about where it's for the fire. <laughs> um, so, B.Y. said, I didn't say there was no moon landing. I am just saying there was no moon landing with that contraption known as Apollo 11. That particular contraption known as Apollo 11, could never make any landing, let alone a moon landing. So, um, so, is she, so does she has uh, her ultimate degree in space engineering and, 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 and space travel? That, 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 that craft does look kind of silly, though, to make it all the way to, I mean, when you look at it, it's like, come on. I'm not saying you're... So, so you're telling me, wait, wait, so you're telling me that the guy... Who before they, they launched the thing in space, who so called made the, the first airplane trip into space and came back. That was that was a, a back attraction too. So there was no. a guy who, who kind of like did that before everything. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying okay. it didn't make it there. I'm just saying the way it looks. I'm not I'm not talking about. So do you have your back. engineering license too? You have your engineering Uh-oh. license too? Oh, back to Don't Potter. That's where you you know what? That's where you need to shut your mouth. Stop it. Wow. Don't we? Don't we? Don't we? It looks like the, it was made of Harbor Freight. <laughs> don't listen. Don't we? Yeah, run, yeah. Right, run? right. You know, no, yeah. Look, it's, we, it's, say something. it's crazy that he would talk about Harbor Freight, but they make a lot no, of money. They, so that's right. right. I'm gonna stop one thing. You guys, you guys talk about engineering. Like engineering is like the best on earth. They send contraption the soldiers in it, knowing that it's still gonna be blown up. But make them think that it's unstoppable. Quit. Okay. We know that we have, first of all, we know, for, we know we have the Cassini mission. We know we have the Voyager mission. And if we actually end, like if we sit here and say that the moon landing was fake, remember, we affect a lot of things. Anybody remember the little movie called Hidden Figures? If the moon landing was fake, yeah. that means that the research that those black women did was fake, too. So we run a risk of, like, we, we, we're trusting the incorrect integrity of a lot of people on that mission, right? It's not, it's not really, really all that simple of just saying it's fake because I think so. We have to do some real, real right. soul searching on what it is we're considering to be fake because that means that the historic, uh, uh, the historic factors that are associated with that mission immediately gets washed. And if you're willing to do that, hey, you're going to have to do a little bit more than just say that it was a movie. Agreed. Called Capricorn yeah, 1. But so, so again, I don't think I think um, what he's saying is that he not, he's not saying that it didn't happen. He says it didn't happen in that particular contraption, and um, and I'm saying that um, maybe. Uh, oh, he said um, all you need is common sense. You do not need to be an astro um, pope. Proportionalist, proportionist. He said, um, "Go fuck yourself, Sherlock. The entire world knows it except you, Americans." I'm sorry, what? Oh, that was that was that was geared towards me. 
It was geared towards that me. Was so let, let me respond. Let, let me respond to this. Everybody wants to be a mathematician and don't have the degree to become one. Everyone wants to talk about what's best for certain things but have no peripheral understanding what is best for other people. Stop it. If you have no understanding in that position, don't try to judge it. Go like J. King said. You can have your yes and no's about it, but stop it. Yeah, I um, I, I just, you know, I I really try to be a free thinker so that I don't bury myself into the opinions that are presented to me. Right. And that's why when I see, um, you know, even at you know, I, I hear all the hate that people have for Donald Trump and the disdain, and I understand why because Donald Trump ensures that you um, have some type of hate or disdain for him with his silly ass. But when I but but when you got when when you can have that kind of hate for Donald Trump and not see that Joe Biden is Donald Trump just he's Joe Same. Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, uh you like him. Joe Biden uh didn't just uh, support the crime bill, and he'll tell you that. You'll, you'll find video where he said, "I didn't just support the crime bill; I wrote it." Yeah, right. I'm, that's, that's yeah, video, I mean, that's video when he said that. Um, Joe Biden video talking about was a segregationist. So. Um, do I want Donald Trump to be president? Absolutely not. But do I want Joe Biden to be president? Absolutely not. And like um, Todd Smith just said, and I couldn't have said it better, he said Joe Biden is Donald Trump with tact. The same thing. Is he, though? Is he? Is he? Well, you know, uh, he's yeah. a clean and articulate, clean and articulate you can't go to a Seven Eleven without having a slight Indian accent. Yeah, he's real. Cl- <laughs> he's got real tact. <laughs> I don't want my kids to well, grow up in got, a racial he's more, jungle. He's got more. He's got. He's got more tact than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is probably the most tactless president we've ever had. He just now I would agree that Donald yeah. Trump is extremely tactless, but I will also say that Joe Biden is one of the most tactless people. I've ever heard speak. Yeah. Yeah, but, I just but, want to talk about American cockroaches. Somebody learned about cockroaches from little black kids. Come on now. Yeah, I want I just want to hear compare and contrast to racist statements by Trump and compare them to the ones that I just laid out by, by Joe uh, Biden. It, it's not and, just and, and, and it's not the, just it's not just his racist statements, uh it's his racist actions. Uh when people when he didn't want black folk in his building. The fact that um, when you look at the um, when you look at the show The Apprentice, uh, there were black folk that were surely um, capable of winning that show that did not, because it was really up to Donald Trump uh, uh, to his whim, whim, and and he's not comfortable with black folks like that. Donald Trump is not a um, is, is not a uh, uh, a very um, a very good person when it comes to people of color. Um, Michael Niner Jordan says, Snitchy, 
you keep getting all, out of pocket with me using your sexy voice. My home, homeboy Six Eyes is going to put his foot on you and not just his eyes. <laughs> Listen, that's interesting. And um, guess what, King Michael Niner Jordan? I'll be uh, putting deductions on your accounting. Thank you. <laughs> These people eat the deduct- deductions like Tic Tacs. This is true. They're all time favorite here. <laughs> oh. No, I, JK, you can listen. They perceive oh. a perceived slight on Donald Trump. I will never defend. You know, especially when it came to you know black people in his residences on The Apprentice. Uh, giving a perceived notion that he's a little bigoted. Hey, look, I won't hey, argue with you. However, hey, however, we got a guy, we got a guy who's got 50, 51 years. Say that again? We, we got a guy with 51 years in public office that affects actual change, and I made this argument before with a bunch of knuckleheads who made that comment about Biden apologized. Nonsense. Um, so at least he apologized. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are plenty of fathers who are thankful that he apologized while they sit in jail for 10 or 15 years for crack cocaine while white folks got out in five years for regular cocaine. I'm sure they, 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 they um, accept his apology. Well, let me say this, Reese. I don't disagree. While giving the pass to his own son. Yeah, no, exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Two-tiered system, my ass. It doesn't exist, according to the media. There's no two-tiered justice system. You're right. <laughs> no, I agree. Hmm. But and this is what I want to say. Um, Todd said, thank you for having me this morning, Brother Jay. Have a great weekend. You have a great weekend too, Todd. I hate that you got to go. Um, Jojo Smith said, "What what keeps happening to your video broadcast?" Let me tell you what happened just now. The Club Nouveau record um, is uh, I'm looking to, for a record company that ha- that does part of my catalog to release the new record, and they just called me. So what I did was put y'all on hold so I could take that call and tell them I'm gonna call them in 43 minutes. Because as much as I love this show, I, I, I want to get this record out, and it's going to cost a lot of money, and i got to get that But you money. didn't put us on hold. You didn't yeah. put us on hold. We heard you tell them. Uh, I, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. Can <laughs> I'm talking to the people online. <laughs> um, I'm not talking to you. If he was talking to you, he would have been like, oh, 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 oh. This is true. All right, let me make this abundantly clear. All right? I am Reese on the radio, and I do not approve that insult. That was me. (laughs) What? Really? I'm going to go outside and check the snow. I'm going to Reese's insults are financial. I am reaching the radio and I do not approve that insult. That was not cleared by me. My campaign put that out without my knowledge. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so you said it's a bigger role without, without support that? 
Reese, are you ever <laughs> Reese, are you ever gonna give are you ever gonna pay Kim her money? Yeah, in fact well actually I gotta I gotta get a a, a Dell account for for Kim. Yeah, I intend on, on paying her. And Kim and I have actually we've actually reconciled. Uh she's a huge fan of my wife and, and I don't know if she got a chance to listen to yesterday's show. But Kim and I have reconciled all that. Of course I'm gonna make good on it. In fact, I'll do it today. Oh, that's so that's so nice. Bless you. Bless you. Sisters, I'm gonna well, need I my mean, twenty dollars. What are you gonna need? What? <laughs> Since we were throwing shots, I just shot one over to scissors. He doesn't owe me twenty dollars. Sorry. <laughs> Mm. I was about to say, uh, your, 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 what does Jeff Peroni said, what does Reese owe Kim money for? Because Reese made a bet that he lost. Right. What, has it been two years? Two years ago? Two, three, three, four years ago. About three or so, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. What are you talking about? It's only been two years. It's been no, two? No, no, three. It's been three. longer than two years. It was. It's been two years. It was the election, wasn't it? Oh, no, you're right. Oh. It's been longer than that. It had nothing to do with the election. It had to do with her joining Queens in the morning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yep. Michael Niner Jordan says, well, give me some money, Reese, so you can get over that, too. Wow. Michael yep. Niner, listen, Michael Niner Jordan, with all due respect, okay, with the exception of Kim, I don't give money to blacks <laughs> unless they're working for me. And wow. let me clarify that. Let me clarify that. You're not that? giving yeah, anything to a uh, black. <laughs> Uh, you're not giving anything to me. It's what was owed and due, and you're oh, no, finally that's right. you saying that. It. You right. You There's a difference. What? The terminology is incorrect. That's you right. said you, you did. did you did clarify in that. I clarified. You did earn. It, but yes, I don't just freely. I don't freely give money to blacks. That's called welfare, and I'm against that system. <laughs> That's fucked up. He benefited from it. He approved this message. I benefited from it. I had no say so, J. King. I was a kid. I wasn't at the freaking, you know, face to face, you know, putting my name in it. I'm just saying you benefited from it as a kid. All right, Dre. Have a good weekend, man. Dre's out. He's out. He got to go. Have a wonderful weekend. Don't you say you're not giving food stamp bookings out anymore? Yeah, no, listen, I'm one of those people. What did Jay King say not too long ago, a couple of years back? I said, I have a problem with homeless people. He was like, wait a minute, weren't you homeless at once? I'm like, yeah, but I ain't homeless no more. So Jay King said, all right, now that he's not homeless, he don't give a shit about them. <laughs> somebody <laughs> give Jay King a promotion. Oh my God. Somebody, give Jay, somebody promote Jay King to detective. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, um, I got to do some music. I, um, Ali, you're going to appreciate this. So Tommy Jenkins from, um, from formerly of Cameo, 
um, has a new record. It's called Soul Survivor. Now I don't want to be I don't want to be too critical on my own. So I want you guys to tell me what you think about the record. It's a whole album. Um, and um, this is a song. It features Charlie Singleton. It's called Soul Survival. Soul Survivor. Johnson. 
This features Jesse Johnson from the time. Called Special. Tell me what you like. I can get you what you need. Baby, you know you ain't shy. All I ask is that you believe that I do what I say. Love you right every single day. Get them feathers out the way. Cause I'm here to stay. You got a birthday coming soon. How about a first class like the past? Oh, yeah, we just have a fun. Well, let me laugh for the moon. And you can wear it as a necklace. When I shoot it inside. But no matter how it's a flow, they both prepare in your eyes. I thought I was done. But I never find that special one. Smile is bright as a dog. Looks like a nice hat in the gun. Because I'm afraid of the body. Now, this ain't a holiday. Okay. So we're gonna. Uh, so now we're gonna. Um, I, I'll let you guys. Um, I'll let you guys start. And then I want. I'm gonna say. So who wants to start? Can I go first? Yeah. Okay. Well, the first song. Uh, it sounded like the beat was off just to me. You know, the drums were behind. But the overall thing of it, it sounded like John Begman or Jude trying to sing just after having intercourse with a black woman. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think um, I, I didn't like any of them, um, but I think it's important for a lot of artists that are older, like yourself, Dave, like you do, is to keep up with what's going on with the new artists and kind of the trends and kind of the moves. Like you talk about Anderson Pack and, you know, some of the newer artists, you're still in the scene and you're still keeping kind of your eye on what's going on. I think a lot of these other older artists, I don't know that they do that. So when they come out with music, it's like, why, why are you coming out with that in 2023? Um, but it just didn't sound good. It just didn't sound good at all. Jeff Carlin said, Kim for president. <laughs> um, anybody else? Ali, here's the song. No, nah, man, Jay, I don't even know why you be bringing that kind of stuff on over here, man. You know that dude is played out. <laughs> no, I really, first of all, let me just say, I believe that um, some of the music is really good. Like I could hear, I could hear other melodies on the music. Um, but you know, when when my voice is gone, I'm not. You're not going to see me or hear me singing. And you know when your voice is gone. You know when you, when your voice stops being able to, able to perform um, the way it used to or and then if you're not, you know, and, and like um, Potter said, you have to be like on the post, not making music like those kids, but making music good enough to be competitive in your space where the production is, is of an ilk or quality that, you, that people hearing are, wow, that sounds great. Um, 
these are like sophisticated demos to me, and um, and I can hear the weakness of his voice, and that that his he doesn't have the same resonance in his voice, and um, you know I think my voice has gotten stronger because I don't drink, I don't smoke, I didn't do drugs. And I became a better singer because I wasn't a singer in the first place. I was a songwriter and producer that started to develop a singing style, and that's what I have now. And so I'm better at it because my voice learned what it can do, and it's, and it's getting stronger and better with each record. Um, Tommy was a singer, one of my favorite singers in Cameo, and his voice doesn't have the resonance to do what he used to do or anything close to it, and he hasn't developed anything new. Jeff Carlin said, yeah, it's true, Jay. My dad sang opera with the San Francisco Opera, and as he got older, he actually lost his singing voice. The reason why you lose your singing voice, um, Jeff Carlin, is because you don't exercise it. Uh, and if you drink and if you smoke and if you, do, uh, if you take certain medicines and stuff, it can, it can make your voice, uh, your voice box and muscles and it contract and, and do crazy things. Um, but I bought the album because I'm a because I'm a uh, uh, Tommy Jenkins fan, but not because I thought it was a great record. Are we going to do our history moment? It's 9:34. Our history moment is on James Conway Farley. Did he sing? Um, no, that wasn't him singing. Why have I lost you? Um, uh, God, I'll tell you some of the songs. That was that was um that was the boy that died, Wayne Cooper. Wayne Cooper saying, "Why have all?" James Conway Farley, the first African American to achieve prominence in the photography industry, was born on August tenth, eighteen fifty four, to slave parents in Prince Edward County, Virginia. After his father died, he and his mother moved to Richmond, Virginia, in eighteen sixty one. The sources are unclear as to whether Farley and his mother were free at that point. Farley's mother worked as a storeroom keeper at the Columbia Hotel, and Farley assisted her by making candles. He was taught to read and write by a cook at the hotel until he attended public school for three years. In an effort to help his mother financially, Farley apprenticed as a candle maker and a baker. Neither of these occupations held much, much interest for Farley. In 1872, he was hired in the chemical department of C.R. Reese Photography Company in downtown Richmond, where he quickly developed a skill and passion for photography. In 1875, Farley became an operator for G.W. Davis Photography Gallery, where he was given work autonomy rare to most African Americans at this time. Farley was able to set up the scene for his photos and develop them. As the only black operator at the gallery, the four white operators were furious at his employment, skills, and success. So they threatened to leave the gallery unless the proprietor, Davis, fired Farley. Noticing the disgruntlement among his coworkers and not wanting to harm Davis's business, Farley offered to step down. Davis, however, acknowledged Farley's great skills and dismissed the four white operators while keeping Farley. Farley stayed at the Davis Gallery for 20 years, becoming the chief operator and helping the gallery become one of the most successful in the South. 
Barley married Rebecca P. Robinson on December 10, 1876. The couple had seven daughters. Two years later, Farley joined the First Baptist Church, of which he would become deacon. Farley remained at the Davis Photography Gallery until his until 1895, when he opened his own business. When he opened his own business, Jefferson Fine Art Gallery in Richmond. His business is one of the few black-owned photography uh, studios in the nation. Uh, he became very successful, attracting both white and black patrons in an era where the photography industry was just developing and those involved were predominantly white. Farley found extraordinary success. His exhibit at Richmond's Colored Industrial Fair in 1884 won first prize. A year later, in 1885, his work was displayed in the World Industry and Cotton Centennial Exposition in New Orleans, where he received a premium photographic journal across the United States his work. Little is known of Farley's death, although most observers believe he died in Virginia in 1910. Today, there are very few remaining examples of Farley work, Farley's work. The only known surviving photograph is at the Valentine Museum in Richmond, Virginia. This is American History. Today I'm praying for kings in the morning. Simi Braxton, Reverend Ali, Youssef, Johnny Davis, and Reese Hopkins. Reese on the radio. Of course for Jay King and everything he brings to the table. Eric Dosti and Stephanie Beard. Those who don't believe in prayer, on your behalf, I'm praying for you. I pray that God directs you to be good so you can do great things for those around you and that you have health and more. Lord, secure us in your protective arms and your love. Jesus, save us. Amen. Amen. One love. Amen. Amen. Uh, Reese on the radio, you out there? Let us know what you got going on today, man. Uh, more news and more views as usual that you can shake a stick at. I don't have anything in particular to give you, but um, you know we'll be previewing Sunday show on WTIC and of course my birthday on Monday, talking about um, exactly what my wife is going to do is this year surprise. He always does a surprise birthday party. So I'm wondering what that's going to be like. We'll talk about that tonight. Resunradio.com, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Right, all right. I'm glad you want to keep them croutons to yourself. Anyway, uh, six eyes, six girl. Go ahead, six girl. Let us know what's going on with six eyes radio station. Well, it's more radio right here on our second radio station, six eyes radio network, global two. And we'll have My Daddy's Records with your uh, brother Six Eyes, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Central. Join us, 515-605-9340, and enjoy the, munis- <laughs> the musical journey. And, uh, yeah, back to you, Spiral Gyro. Thank you. Right on, right on. I appreciate you and everything. <laughs> you like that, huh, Jay? I see you, you laugh right on cue, Jay. It's like y'all got it set lie. up or something. I'm not going to lie. I see how you I do it, Jay. It. Hey, hey, check this out, Reese. You, you, 
he can laugh. It's his show. You ain't supposed to say nothing during the announcements, Reese. You had your chance. Now, anyway, uh, tomorrow we got No Kickstands Live and Direct Saturday right here on the J. King Network, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Y'all check it out. It's a great show. And then at 6 p.m. again Saturday, we got Mike Keisha Best with Intro to Info. Y'all check her out tomorrow all on the J. King Network. And then tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we have uh, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis. Is Johnny out there? I don't think so. He would have said something. Anyway, Johnny be coming on at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the J. King Network with the Honeycomb Hideout. Y'all check out Johnny Donna, Johnny Davis. And then I, I think I heard Mary out there. Let us tell us what she's doing on her show. Go ahead, Mary. Anyway, Mary's not there, so she'll no, be no, doing Mary's a little there. cancer. She got, her, a, she got herself on mute, so I think she got herself no, on mute. Take herself off mute, Mary. Oh, she's at work. Go ahead. Um, I'll uh, okay. Do her. Anyway, she comes on at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the J. King Network. Mary had a little cancer. Y'all check her out on Sunday right here all on the J. King Network. And then, J. King, let us know what's going on with you, man. You know, I, I just know you can't play no basketball, man. I've seen your arms. They look like they they shortening up on you because you can be coming to sixty two. <laughs> wow. So uh, today, uh, I, I just have some calls and stuff to make, just some business calls. But uh, I'm I'm pretty much relaxing. I, I'm hoping the sun come out. I really thought that I would be um, in L. A. laying out by the pool and just getting a tan, but uh, it seems to me that. Right now, it's overcast. Interesting weather here in, in L.A., and if we had an earthquake, I wouldn't be surprised because when the weather gets like this, and this is what I call earthquake weather. Well, right on, man. It looks like it's that Kobe, it's that Kobe Bryant's type of weather, and they keep, all helicopters stay on the ground. All helicopters stay on the ground. Back to you, J. King. Um, B.Y. said that track was not bad. Most call, most so-called music today is not healthy. The man in Cameo was Wayne Cooper. Yep, Wayne Cooper was a bad man. He was a beast. Uh, Wayne Cooper, Philip Bailey, Bobby DeBarge, the three of the greatest falsetto singers ever, and Eddie Kendrick. Most people think Eddie Kendrick was a tenor, and that is true to a certain extent. His natural voice is tenor. However, there was no more room for another tenor in The Temptations because Paul Williams and David Ruffin had it all locked on lockdown. Therefore, Eddie Kendrick could not only have room if he sung falsetto. Um, B, um, B.Y. said Kobe was murdered. That's, a, that's an opinion that some people do have. I'm not one of those people. Um, I, I know how bad the weather can get here and how tricky it gets here. And sometimes, like today, I'm in the valley where Kobe died within the valley because the marine layer lays down in the valley sometimes, and it can be very foggy here. And then all of a sudden the sun will come up, and it can be sunny everywhere else, but in the valley it will be foggy because of the marine layer. Um, uh, what a lot of people don't know is Kobe um, had taken his uh, helicopter the day before to the Mamba Academy. So this was a daily trip for him. When uh, On this particular day, um, because they were two and a half hours away from the Mamba Academy. He lived in Newport Beach. The Mamba Academy is in is out um, by Thousand Oaks, two and a half hour um, 
flight, I mean drive. So when they went to take it the next day, uh, because they had a tournament, that's why the little girl and her parents were in the in, in the helicopter and his friend because they were riding his helicopter to um, to that uh, tournament. And um, so B.Y. said, Kobe ain't no fool bullshit. And, and I like I like B.Y.'s because he, he's got a strong opinion. Keep And, and B.Y.'s for you, Kobe was murdered, and that's okay. Kobe was murdered for you and a lot of other people. He died in a freak accident for me. So everybody get to have their, their thing, right? Um, but that that uh, particular pilot was Kobe's pilot, and Kobe would have never forced him to fly in some place on the coast in Newport Beach. It wasn't foggy. It wasn't until they got into the valley that they hit the fog. And what they should have done was was put the put um, the helicopter down in in um, Glendale. And then drove to uh, Thousand Oaks, but that's a 45-minute to hour drive, and I think they would have been late for the tournament. So they took the helicopter, and um, and so um, uh, By said, "I need to do my due diligence, and that freak accident is just ignorant." By, you know, you should be wise. Because you're not know, gonna race you out this motherfucker, but I ain't gonna do it because I just think, you know. <laughs> you can get on, be wise. We already got a couple of wise niggas over here, anyway. <laughs> Good morning, Doctor Peach. Right, I like, you know, I don't mind. I don't want uh, be wise. I don't mind your opinion, um, but don't, don't. Um, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> hey, ask B Wise. Ask B Wise if he's he's part of the five percent nation. That sounds like a five percent of thing. Ask me if I give a fuck with what he said. Uh, let me. Ask me if I give a fuck if you give a fuck. Because I don't. Uh, be wise. He gonna show you something. Be wise. It was nice knowing you, nigga. Reese, I got some info for you, Reese. Dollar I'm sign. Listening. Dollar sign. Kimble, K-I-M-B-L-E, like the fugitive. Virgil is my cash app. Dollar sign. Kimble. Virgil. How do I now let's yeah, so be wise left the conversation. You know why um be wise left the conversation because be wise. Is actually wise. No, no, because I deleted his ass. Oh. Now I don't mind you coming in here being, you know, you can have a different of opinion than me, 
But you come in here fucking around with me, you will get banned. So he wasn't very wise. Uh, why would anyone want to kill Kobe? I suppose that's that not a surprise. Great, that's a great question. I don't know why anybody would want to kill Kobe. Um, and, but, you know, but there are some people that believe that Kobe was was murdered. Um, and, you know, and, you know, everybody have their notions, their, idea, their ideas and reasons. And, you know, um, shit, there's some people that don't think the sun is real. So, you know, there's some people that think that we were, that we were one person, that we were, and, and that we were split, that we were split, you know. People can make up, and there are a lot of people that think, you know, but, you know, but now, shit, why wouldn't they think that? Because today we say people can be gender fluid. A boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. A boy can be a boy and a girl. A girl can be a girl and a boy. They they can be they can be the whole thing. They can be different things at different times. You can walk into the bathroom as a girl if you're a boy, get in the bathroom, become a boy, and then become a girl all at the same time. That's the, those are the worlds that that's the world we live in. Um, Jeff Carlin said there's actually some people that think the Holocaust never happened. It was a Hollywood scam. I had a guy tell me that to my face, an old farmer dude. Yeah, that there are people, people that, you know, believe. Conrado uh, said cocaine is a terrible thing. The, the unfortunate part um, is that it's not. It's not just these aren't people that are drug induced, Conrado. These are people that everyday thinking with everyday thoughts, doing their everyday thinking. <clears throat> Implicit bias, unconscious favoritism toward or, pre- or prejudice against people of a particular ethnicity, gender, or social group that influences one's actions or perceptions. Do you ever find yourself having reactions you're not proud of? For example, reflexively laughing at an offensive joke, thinking that overweight people shouldn't be eating that giant dessert, adjusting your posture or walking with speed when you walk past a young male of a different race at night, treating a male or female child differently, having a discomfort reaction to gay men displaying signs of affection or to people who are transgender. Um, So let me just say this. Um, I laugh at shit because I think some shit is just, it's funny. I come from a, I come from an era where jokes weren't offensive. They were funny. They they made fun of, of of people, you know, like my cousin Lawrence when I talk about him not being able to hear, and he used to say, "I can't king you, gay, I can't king you." But my my cousin Lawrence could recite everything I said, or if I was telling on him about something, he would know I was telling on him. So for a guy who couldn't hear, this motherfucker show could know everything I was saying. So we would make jokes about it. Well, now you can't make jokes. Um, um, there's a guy who did a joke that I that I think is hilarious, but some people are saying that 
this joke is going to get him canceled. Tell me what you guys think. These are people that everyday thinking people with everyday thoughts. Hold on. Big girls used to be the backbone of the community. They could always fall back on a big team down on that. Look, you got raw, lost your job, get yourself a fat bitch. So you got back on your feet. Get your, get your up, the warm home cooked meal, get your back rolled. This old is set up. Nowadays, graduate high school, go straight to fat bitch. <laughs> Haven't even failed yet in life. Got these big hoes out here acting like normal regular people. Now, fat bitches out here putting something, taking their key back. Give me my key back. Like, what you say, big bitch? I jump off a bridge for a little fat home, take a key back. And then the big girls used to be the backbone of the community. They could always fall back on a big she was down on the look. So that was, a, that was funny, right? But in the comments, there are people laughing, saying, that's funny, but he's going to be, um, he's going to be canceled for that joke. Because we, can, because we, don't, we don't have um, humor anymore. We can't, we can't be funny. We can't, we, you know, we can't make jokes about each other. We can't crack on each other. It's just it, it's, uh, politically incorrect. You could be canceled if you make a joke about the wrong person. And that's crazy talk to me. And we should be able to, we should be able to laugh and kiki and ha-ha and, and make fun of each other and not be offended. But we have, we, we have really sissified the world. That's why, you know, there was a time, and, and um, if Yusef Kente was here or Johnny Davis, Michael Niner Jordan knows that when you bagged on a dude, and, that, and whoever got the best of bagging, that was it. I'm going to get you back, and then the next day you come back. Now, if you bag on a dude, he might get bad and pull out his strap or come back with a strap and kill you. Dudes are super sissified now. Dudes are super sensitive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you might, you know, you might say nigga to somebody and they super sensitive now because we live in a world now where people are, are very uh, uh, girly and, and, and even, and girls are becoming very duty, but with a girl shit on top of it. So they all up in your face like a dude. But then they, but then that they, they, they drop that girl on you when when shit get a little funky. I don't, you know. So I'm a heterosexual male. I'm a hardcore man, which makes me a dinosaur in today's world. Jeff Carlin said, um, Mike Michael Nina Jordan said, right, the world is full of weird people, weirdos now. Yeah. Um, 
Jeff Carlin said, when my kids or Kim make fun of me, it's when I laugh the hardest. Well, you, because you, you, we should be able to laugh at ourselves. Um, Dale Bernie said it's funny, but not in this politically correct correct environment. Um, Conrada says, the fat jokes will never be canceled. Should they be correct half the time? Signed, fat bitch. <laughs> Shelly Sox says, shaking my head, how are you going to tell a comedian he can't tell a joke? Right. Michael Leonard Jordan said, crackhead kids are grown and fucked up. Um, Jelena said, that'll be, that'll be one reason I love, that's one reason I love listening to King this show. Um, Dale Bernie said, same in my household. Jeff, I'm okay. always the butt of the joke. <laughs> but if you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't, if, you know, look, I look like a motherfucking, uh, um, what's the dog without the hair? Oh, God, what's don't start. Sharpay. What's the dog oh, without Jesus. I look like a goddamn Sharpay, right? So I can bag on you because I already know what I look like. So I can take your punch. The question is, can you take mine? Um, Jeff Carlin says, Kim and I uh, screech in the morning together, and sometimes when I'm doing something, she'll say something like, you're not playing a piano. Um, or she said, like, like I'm begging for bread. I just think that um, now we got to we better are we just up. dealing with a world where are we just dealing with a world where everybody is so special that there's nothing negative about them? The right. entire world is filled with everybody's special, right? So everybody's special, so nobody can be ragged upon. It's it's the participation of a participation trophy on steroids, as I like to call it. Now we can't have supermodels. We can't have supermodels anymore. Now Lizzo, now Lizzo is considered sexy. Like that's right. supposed to be socially um, acceptable. Chocolate Peach said, um, it's not that we have, we've become sissified. It's more like some assholes take it too far and don't know how to stop with the joke. A few jokes are cool. But, damn, every damn time I see you, you come at me relentlessly. I'm not talking about – I'm talking about – Comedians, um, actual comedians, I can't joke, uh, Chocolate Peach. Um, uh, Valcine said, these days folks can't take a joke. It's Friday, August 11th, 2023. Have a safe and relaxing weekend. Be kind. Stay away from funky shit. Can't be nice. Then shut the fuck up. Keep coming back to the J. King Network. We appreciate it. My name my name. It's Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham, Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, um, Reese on the radio, Semi Braxton, uh, Smitchy Smurf, uh, Kim Kim, uh, Big Charles, Mary, uh, Mary Hopkins. No, Six Eyes ain't here. And uh, telling you guys to get busy living. If you have enough time dying, we're going to see you guys next week um, on Monday. But coming up next is the third hour of power. If you haven't been there, call 515-605-9376, 515-605-9376, or go to the J. King Network, and you can listen to it online, thejkingnetwork.com, sign up, and oh, boy. You just got in the building. Going down. Yeah. Yeah. King Network, where the 
Mothership has landed. It is now tethered to this uh, bubble bong 3000, and we'll see how far it goes. <laughs> Welcome. All right. That was a great show. You guys have a wonderful week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just so, that nobody is, cares when Mitchy Poo leaves it all free. That's all. Uh, <laughs> is that what it is? Um, yeah. Oh my uh, God! Hey, uh, Yusef, have you been have you been checking out your boy Dr. Fauci? Apparently, he's going to get criminal charges lobbed levied against him. <laughs> I haven't heard about Fauci at all anywhere. In a minute, right? I know it's been a minute. Well, apparently, um, Kentucky uh, Senator Rand Paul. It's already sent a criminal. Um, he sent a criminal uh, referral uh, to the, I guess, Washington D.C. D.A. because they have Dr. Fauci uh, blatantly lying about whether or not the NIH paid for gain of function research, and it turns out they did. Um, and there's documented evidence that they did. And not only that, we also have evidence that Dr. Fauci tried to cover it up. And uh, they have one particular email that suggests that he would um, – he says in the email, uh, or at least one of his cohorts says in the email, that Tony Fauci does not want to have his fingers on this, was the terminology that they used. Um, so there's a criminal referral that's already been put out for Dr. Fauci. It's been a long time coming. Especially how manicured his fingers are. He seemed like <laughs> a, a – I mean, he was he was like a celebrity when, when – uh, COVID was around. He had the well, best. you have to think of it this way. I, I, I bet, he, I bet his he, manicure, he whoever did his fingers, did, I bet he never missed the appointment. Well, You're going in and out, Reese. His organization paid for it and he covered it up. Yeah, you go. You kind of going in and out. I, I, I think well, it's fair to call it a mass murder. Well, at least his department. Tell him, tell him, um, King Reese, we want to, we, we don't want to miss anything that you just said. Um, you're going in and out. Do you mind repeating that for us, please? Oh no, I'm saying that um, he may very well, indeed, be a mass murderer, and I think it's fair to charge him as such. It's not just because they they funded data function research; they knew exactly what that data data fund research was was doing, and that's to enhance a bat virus, to enhance the SARS virus in SARS-CoV-2. Not only did he know that the markings of it were man-made, but he tried to cover it up. That means his department paid for and funded 
the research of a bioweapon, and they were in concert with the, uh, this Chinese lab to do it. And if that escaped, then therefore he's culpable for the deaths of a million Americans without beyond the shadow of a doubt. And again, like I said, it's never the scandal. It's definitely the cover-up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you any pushback for that. Now, I will be on hold for a second. I'm just going to check in on the boys real quick. Okay. How's your day going, Plankton? It doesn't matter. What's the topic of the day? You and your day. Oh, you're the top of the third hour. Day. Yep, that, that's what that's we're doing. Cool. Yeah, that, that's where we're at. So, so how's your day today? That's cool. I just started off by dropping off at orientation for her. Uh-huh. Uh, she starts school Monday. Yep, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Now, I know um, you had a birthday party a couple um, weekends ago for the grandbaby. I, I don't think I got a chance to ask you, though, how did it go, like a week or so ago. Oh, everything was cool. Everything okay, was beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. She came by yesterday and had told my son to bring on by. I need to see her. Aw. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good thing you well, brought her up now, because I was just about to just lash out on you. You kind of smart. So you were gonna say that I'm smart as a way of lashing out at me? No, for bringing her up. Oh, oh. So I wouldn't. Lash why would you want to lash out at me? Why? Why is this important to you? Why do you value it? It wasn't important. It just, it just seemed natural. How was your day? How's your day going? <laughs> well, um, my day is interesting. Uh, you might think that I'm a little hyped up today. Well, I had a little bit of coffee because I had to burn the candle at both ends to get something um, done. So, um, yeah, I'm having a good day. Um, Elijah um, is off to work. Um at that's going well. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for the day. How is how it's going? Um, you won't be able to rehire me right now because um, Lavis is in the midst of hiring me. Um, so you know, so you'll have to work with that. So you know, you can, but you can rehire me part time. You know, I don't want to just completely like not give you that opportunity. Uh, yeah, so. There you go. Uh, we are a little bit light today. Um, I don't know where six went, but I believe our sister Mary is here. She's she's at um, work because I didn't hear her say goodbye. And Cuddles is around her somewhere because I didn't hear him say goodbye. Um, Jude was with us today. I don't know if you were being a crafty listener today, but Jude was with us today, which was awesome. Um, I was going to say King Fred is in a meeting. But he may um, be calling on the three-way or hitting the one. Um, but he's at, you know, the, the little ones are going back to school just about everywhere um, in the States. As a matter of fact, here is um, our brother Fred right now. Hold on. Let me go get him. Okay, King Fred, you're connected. 
Hello. You know, it's amazing because I called uh, the Jay King Network and I pushed the mute, I mean the one, and I said, can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Then I pushed it again, and they said, on the mute queue, off the mute queue, but you guys couldn't hear me. Oh, no. Yeah, because um, either, so when we press the one, we ha- we're like sort of, um, we're sort of um, backstage, if you will, waiting to come out. <laughs> To, to someone who doesn't know a whole lot about how that works, but that's the way I kind of envision it. And then we have to wait for uh, lathers or cuddles to open the curtain, if you will, for us to be on stage. Well, he, he's not nowhere near the uh, – he, he don't know what the fuck is going on, and then they get on me. They get on me, and you figured it out. And I, uh, I will try it, but I don't want to hang up now because I don't know if I'll be able to connect to the King Network. Yeah, uh, yep, and def- and you're right because if Lavis doesn't hit, d- doesn't let you in, or uh, Cuddles doesn't let you in, you would just be right. parked there. You can hear us, but we can't hear you. So right. it's always good to call me um, if that happens to you know any of us, because for the most part, um, I'm here. Or even if I'm busy, I'll put you through and just what I used to do, stick you in the drawer, like right. basically put the phone in the drawer and going about what I'm doing. So that y'all can stay connected, because that's important for King. So yeah, but um, Plankton is here. He was just about to insult me, but he said that um, I I got a reprieve of ins- from his insults right now because I asked him how um, his grandbaby is doing, and he, of course he loves his um, babies, and that includes his grandbabies. So we'll see what happens in the next few minutes. Um, our brother Reese is here, but he's on a call right now, and I was just kind of going down the line of who is where, and I just said your name, that you were um, at a meeting, um, but yeah. you may be joining us, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think here. Um, what else? I don't know where King Potter is. Hey, sister. I just mentioned your hey. name, too. Hey. How, how's work going? Mm-hmm. How's your day, I should say. How's your day going? Good. How's your day? Oh, it's going pretty good. Um, I'm a little spiked up on coffee, so in case you know, um, you know, I, I, if, if something drops here and make a loud noise, I'll probably fly out my seat because I don't do coffee very well. <laughs> but oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, but it's not good coffee, sister. So don't you don't even want to know. You don't even want to know the brand. You don't want to know nothing because. <laughs> You go, you're drinking some you clown or me. Maxwell House <laughs> it's, or some shit. It's, it's, it's lesser quality. Um, It's lesser quality oh, than that. I hope you ain't drinking no great value coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sister. Okay, okay. Let me go. I think, oh, it, I think it's like select. I think it's sunny select or something like that. Because I'm not a coffee oh, drinker, Lord. so I just needed it. I need it for the... For the caffeine, as y'all can see, I got plenty of it right now. Yes, yes, it is. It's Sunny Select Classic Roast Instant Coffee, <laughs> real instant. Yeah, and uh, no sugar. I just put some in, you know. Um, but I've had it now like three days in a row, so <laughs> life is real interesting right now. But a good day. Yeah, so glad to hear yours is going well. How and how was your meeting, King Fred? How, how's your day going? It's going excellent. I uh, met with the principal for about 15 minutes. He was walking and talking, and I told her that uh, I would be donating a uh, skateboard, and I got a chance to explain to her 
and she took it over. She just lit up like a firecracker. Uh, she she understood that would be a learning tool. So uh, I spoke with also the um, uh, liaison. Young, these are young, vibrant. So uh, they they are in tune. Tune. I just need something to present to them, and then some. Uh, let's see some literature. You know, the mm-hmm. back what I'm what I'm stating, and then I'll get their uh, emails, and I'll let the professionals handle it in, in working it into their curriculum. Yep. You know, right now, right now, yeah, everybody, whoa, 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 whoa. I just heard somebody said that they were working something into their curriculum. Fred, are you, are you, are you changing, are you changing the mind and the thoughts, and the thoughts of our young people? I'm learning. Oh my God, did I drop past it? I'm learning. Okay, one more minute. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Fred, you, you, are engaging the minds of our young school children? Correct. You are correct, King Reese. Ooh, and, and it's a man. beautiful thing, King Reese. It's, it's, it's a wonderful well, thing. He, he oh, don't try to preface my commentary. You only know me from the show. You only know me Fred, from the show. Let me start off by yes, saying this. Listen, I commend you for wanting to, to be involved in young people's educational career. And that, trust me, a lot of people talk about it, but I like the fact that you're doing it, all right? Because a lot of people talk that mess, and they say, we need education, we need education. But you're one of those people who are on the ground getting it done, so I commend you. So I'm not going to crap on you for doing that. I'm Thank going to commend you. you for doing that, okay? Thank you, my brother. But I do have to ask one very important question. Uh. Who the Fuck told you you were qualified to do this. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Been there, done that. Been there, done that, brother. You know, actually, I, I just, you know, I mean, it's, it's been a part of my life, and I, I know the people that uh, instilled me to be where I am today, and it did come from the janitor, the crossing guard, the teachers, and what we're dealing with now is old traditional schooling, and the kids need to be, Litting up in their culture uh, uh, what's going on today. And if I can, I listen to rap, I listen yeah. to you guys, and I'm not a closed mind. We're going to do it like we used to do it. They're not paying attention to you guys. You let, know what I mean? Let, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this, though, because this, this, what you're doing, right, I, I'm always I'm critical of the school system, as many people know. I've been, I've been rallying against the school system and the teachers union for more than 25 years. I've always had a problem. And as a dropout, I'm coming from that point of view, right? Because I think the educational school system has been a, a dereliction of duty when it comes to children. Uh, if you look at cities like Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York, and, the, and the, the graduation rates and the proficiency rates, if I can, I don't know if you know anything about this story, but I'd like to hear your opinion. Did you, did you hear about the I Promise School, the LeBron James School, and this story about for three consecutive years, not one child has passed the math proficiency test. Yes. Did you hear this story? Okay. You, what are your uh, thoughts on that, if, if you have any? No, 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 no. You elaborate on it. and I'll, you know, Well, my elaborate I'll, is, I'll, is that, that many people have said that the I Promise School, which in essence was supposed to be a school that was supposed to dedicate itself to educating these young, underprivileged children who were having a hard time get, giving it a go 
in the a traditional education system. And billions of dollars was put into this effort. And to find out in the last three years that no child has ever passed a standardized math test. We're talking about not one kid in the whole school has. The excuse has been, oh, well, that's not what the school was designed for. The, the, the school was designed to help children with their behavioral problems. But my question is, is like, you don't give kids the standardized testing if it's not there to improve them, right? It's like if the, if, the jo- if the job at the school is for behavioral problems, why are they taking this standardized test that they're not prepared for, right? You're putting them, in essence, you're setting them up for failure. So clearly, the, the, you know, it's like it, 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 what are you doing the test if they were never there to study for that test? You get my point? So I almost feel I like it's, it's exactly. a failure on, on, you know what I'm saying? It's a failure on your part. Like I, I wouldn't say... My school is to, you know, to, to, to make lawyers, and then I find out that every kid has failed the LSAT, and then when I get there, they just go, oh, well, the school wasn't really designed for them to take the LSAT. I'm like, well, what the fuck is the purpose then? We're spending billions of dollars on kids who are not there to learn? Well, let me, let me elaborate on that a little bit, and I, I think that, you know, people, people take the education system like everybody's me. You can't take our education system data. that everybody should be on the same level. You can't teach every kid on the same level. Every kid can't learn on the same level. And every kid education is never going to be as high as everybody expects to be. All I can be saying is everybody can't be advanced. Everybody can't be more than advanced. Everybody can't be the, the, the special kid that comes out with all A's. That's not happening. Because our society is not made like that. Life is not made for everybody to be a king and queen. So for you to come out and believe that the education system is going to make everybody a king and queen in a certain system, that's not going to happen because poverty doesn't allow it. If you believe that a, a child in poverty has all the time to come to school and do all the great things that schools are making them do, that's not going to happen. Because those students don't want to learn. If you, you can't force a child to learn anything, a child has the will to want to learn. You can't teach anybody anything if they're not willing to learn. Not another language, not a how to operate any special machinery, not how to build a car, a house, or anything. If they're not willing to learn, you can't force them. So now, what has society done to make the opportunity better? for people to want to learn. Nothing. Zero. There's nothing. There's nothing anywhere here, society-wise, has made anything for the poor to want to do better for itself. Now, if you have a willing and want to do better, and you find a purpose to want to do better, that's different. Reese, you have put, you have pushed yourself to want to be who you are. You found a purpose to be who Reese wants to be. Everybody finds a purpose to be what they want to be. And it always does always work out to be perfect. So don't believe because you pull yourself to, be a, to, to, to become a certain thing or a certain someone that it's always going to work out for you. Sometimes those falls are very hard. And sometimes some people never come out of them because their will is not that strong. So when it comes to the education system, it's bigger than the teacher. It's bigger than one building. 
you can't make somebody one building. It's a whole community that builds up an individual. If a person stands on his own, he's only strong as his will. And if he has no will, and he comes to where he's given no willpower, he will not be what you expect him to be. So when you try to say, oh, the education system ain't all as great as they make it, that's the way I feel about this whole charter bullshit. Because the problem is that Republicans have made this shit. And you can say what the fuck you want, Reese. They did do this shit. They've destroyed it to where they want to be. To where now, fucking schools are fucking got their proper organization. That's what charter schools are. Motherfuckers who are making money off of education system, regardless if kids are not learning or if they are learning. That's what the fuck it is now. Because I've never in my life, as long as I went to school, heard of an operational manager in charge of a fucking school. When you have an operational manager in charge of the school, it's an operation. It's no longer just a, a learning system. It's a business. That's the fucked up part well, of our society now. And let so me put it to you. Where you want to blame? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. And you can say the fuck you want after this. So when you take shit the way it is, like LeBron James, what Le- why does LeBron James even own the fucking school if it's not profitized? It's not making it profit. If he's profitized off of that shit. So let's not blame it on LeBron James. Let's blame it on a motherfucker who let people like LeBron James even into a situation like that. That's what I got to say. You just fucking that. Okay, listen. The bottom line is, I, I'm not sure exactly who's responsible as far as Republicans or Democrats. I mean, I don't, I don't see the Republican angle there. But I will say this: the teachers' unions run the schools. They always have. They always will. And 98 percent of them, when they give their donations, they give their donations to only one group of people politically, and it's always oh, Democrats. Just when you have a follow, follow Randy Weingarten, follow Randy Weingarten for more for more tips on how to fuck up the inner city schools. Um, it's always been that way, and it always will be that way. They always look. There's also a culture problem, especially in Akron, Ohio. And that LeBron James, I never blamed him. I just was mentioning that it is his school. But let me just say this. As far as the education system goes, do they have a union? I'm sorry? Are you sure they have a union? Are you sure they have a union? Of course they do. Because down here, our union, our union, wait, listen. In most places where there are charter schools, there are no more unions. So if it's a charter Yeah, charter schools don't. Charter schools don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, let me just say this, okay? As far as I'm not blaming LeBron James. LeBron James isn't a teacher at the I Promise School. He's just freaking. He's a benefactor, if you will, right? So that that's all he, his role there. I'm just mentioning the school right. because their excuse, their excuse for why the kids failed that test for three years in a row because there's got to be some accountability. What are the kids taking a test and failing it for? What did they do the first year that they failed? What did they do the second year that they failed? And then, the th- and then come up to the third year. So obviously they're doing nothing. So we know that, right? So th- their, their track record is bullshit. It's awful. My point is, and I'll tell people, it's the unfortunate truth, right? In certain communities, and I usually say it's the poor and the most vulnerable communities, education is frowned upon because we are still the right. one nation – that has a derogatory term for educated people. We're the only society in the world who calls smart people nerds, squares, right? We demean 
people who are smart. That's who we are as a society. I've been called a nerd. And we know that. We have never celebrated our brilliant people, no matter who they are. So if we don't have a society that that, uh, celebrates our smart people, right, and, and maligns them, no kid is going to be attracted to education. And that happens more so in the inner city, not just in, for inner city blacks, for inner city whites as well. If you are poor, education is not attractive to them. They believe that education in college, my wife said something not too long ago. She said she didn't know she could, if she was born Mexican in Texas. She said that college, she viewed college as something that white kids did. She didn't think the Mexicans went to college. She said that's a white people thing. And it's true. Many people believe that college isn't for them. So they don't even bother. Just get a high school diploma and get out. Yeah, that's sad. So let me elaborate on that. And I I can understand that in some, some areas, like in certain places, people believe that. Okay? But places where there are HBCUs, people don't believe that. People who actually live in cities, that have HBCUs and junior colleges, they believe that there are some reaches in that. Like where we say we have one large student one, uh, junior college, and we have an HBCU here in, um, who's a sister of one of the biggest HBCUs, Southern University. We have uh, Southern University of New Orleans here. So we don't see it as that. And we have other universities, UNO, uh, ULL, and some other places. Anyway, I get you on that reason. I, I totally get you on that. But let me tell you what the biggest problem is, and, and I'm going to go back and shoot that Republicans on this, and I hate to say it like this. I'm not, this is not a dig. This is not a dig, but it, it's fact. Places where Republicans have actually taken the sector, they, their district off to make them bigger districts than all other places, you find that those districts are actually denser with lesser population. But get, they get more funding for the education because they are so-called bigger districts, which are funneled into their schools in better ways. So let's take Louisiana, for instance, right? Down here, you have different cities and different parishes, right? Arlene's parish is bigger than, is, has way more people than some of these other little cities, right? But when you go to Destrehan and all these other little places, their school systems are way better built than some of the other populations who have more people. Why is that? Because the way they're district and the way that the state funds them because of the way they're district. And that's where the unfairness comes in. Because when you, when you take and you district those places as big as they say they are, according to the way you district it in the map of the state, they get all that funding. And those funds are advocated into a small population of people who really don't need all that money. So then you have better paid teachers. You have better communities. Because those teachers and those populations are built upon all those funding given to those districts to make life better. And when you have that, you say, wow, you have less crime. You have a less of everything that a big city offers. That's where unfairness comes in the world. And it's crazy that just like we say about politics, there is an evil between the politics of a Democrat and a Republican. 
and those so-called wannabe liberals, whatever they want, wherever they are, they lay in district. There's an evil that lays that. But it's sad that humanity does not come first. Let's take let's take Ruby Ruby uh, the first uh, girl they worked that walked into a black school that was nationalized on TV. My son goes to that school right now, right? When you look at that that area, when it came on TV, it was nice. White people first everywhere in that neighborhood, right? You ride through that neighborhood today, it looks like trash. It looks destroyed. It looks fucked up because black poor people stay in that area and because of where it's located now in the night ward where the city has actually said, you know what? The night ward's not that important anymore. We're going to only take care of this area first, and then we're going to clean you out throughout the way. We're going to push you further across the industrial canal when we get a chance. But it's a process. And we're in a democratic city. So I say again, politics is the most evil shit out there. And it's sad. It's fucking tremendously sad. Well, we've had some of the most eloquent schools now brought down to the lowest and lowest. We politicians destroy a lot of shit, we. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shadow it all upon Republican situation. That's why I had to bring it back to the Democratic side. Here in this city where Democrats rule every fucking thing, they have destroyed the city in a fucking major way. The city council, the mayor, all those motherfuckers. Look, this is my own belief, but I don't think that anyone's been able to shake me from my belief on this one. The politicians, not just left or right, politicians, right? Their whole lot in life is about getting reelected. From the day that they are elected, they are on a campaign to reelect. And I've known this about, you know, uh, uh, government, you know, bureaucracy all my life. If you're a bureaucrat who solves a problem, that means that that bureaucracy is going to dissolve, right? So Jay King and I always talk about this, right? So if we got an anti-gang bureaucracy, you know, we need gangs in order to exist, right? So that we can be the antithesis of it. But if we were to actually get rid of gangs, that means that the money would be cut off. So I believe, in my view, politically, in most of these cities, right, they want to see kids uneducated so that they always have the argument to go back to in every four years or every two years to say, hey, your kids aren't being educated well. I'll do that. And then every year the same problem keeps rising. And no one bothers to ask and say, hey, didn't you promise us that you would put an end to that last time? And they go, yeah, but that's because we didn't have enough time. And if you reelect me, we'll do it again. I'm like, all right, dude, all right, enough is enough after a while. And, and that's what I really believe that the role of government is today. It isn't about solving problems. It's about exacerbating them so they have something uh, to, to, uh, to campaign on the next time around. That's wholly what I believe. And, and you know, I agree with you on that. And I think that's where Donald Trump comes in, where he, he breathes all the negativity bullshit that's out there and fuels the people with all the bullshit that they know is out there. Even though some black people say, man, you know, I think the motherfuckers are racist still, you know, whatever. 
But it's the shit he talks about that fuels people. That's it. You know, um, I tell people, you know, yeah, we talk about slavery and the boss, whatever. But actually, when sharecropping stopped, there were black people stuck in the south still being sharecroppers, living in piss-push slavery homes, even until the early 80s, because they felt trapped. They felt like leaving and they couldn't go from A to B. I'm just saying, we watch things happen on TV. We know it exists. We know certain things happen. Like, uh, I just learned of a situation where uh, in a third town in Mississippi, where they had these cops called the Goon Squad, were fucking beating the shit out of fucking black people. And it wasn't until one of the cops took, because of one of their drug sales, so-called said they want to get rid of some black people. I think mine went. But they, he called some groups of his own cops, and they went to his house, and one of them put the gun in the kid's mouth and fucking shot him. And it took a while before the investigation started, but once they found me, all six of them pleaded guilty. We know shit like that happens in America. And not just among blacks. We know it happens with whites against white people. The bullshit. But we as Americans allow things to divide us instead of making us understand humanity. We do that. And we find our own reasons. We do it. And so we join groups. We, 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 go with, we go with what's best. We feel like this person is on our side and we got our own beliefs. Instead of just taking the time to understand where you're coming from. Like you, Reese, everybody knows you have your pain, your own ISO thing, but I don't look at you as no mess. I wouldn't go against you on a lot of things I want to say. You got to say, I want to understand your point of view. You know? And it goes just like the shit with the, the whole thing with the captain and the bullshit. The captain said there was white guys on a boat that wanted to do something too, but there was nothing they could do. They were pissed off too. So you think it was just black people pissed off? They were white people pissed off too. But I know motherfuckers down here crazy about their fucking boat. I mean, stupid crazy. Black and white. And if you touch that motherfucker, they're going to be pissed off. I've seen black people go out and shine their boats. And they ain't sell that motherfucker in months. Just saying. People crazy about both. But until you know things like that, all you do is see the media out here. And people down south still go through the bullshit. You know, it, it, it wasn't until after the 80s you actually started seeing the growth of black cops in New Orleans. You know, New Orleans was still read by a lot of white people. Even the Catholics. It took a long time. So, when you talk about the South, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to judge what black people are going through. And they still go through it in certain, in certain parts of the South. There are real rural areas. Uh, a place where my mom stayed at Pearly there was like one of the biggest Ku Klux Klan areas. But you could tell them that when I moved out there, I ain't know nothing about that since my day in the store. Now that town is blowing up. Because black people are down there venturing out. They want to go move to rural areas. They're trying to be this is they're trying to be the bottom state. People think black people want to be like rowdy and everything else. This is just to show you from one story. 
my parents moved out there in St. Tammy Parish, and I registered myself to be in St. Tammy Parish, and I never wanted to be in the Orleans judge system when it came to serving the court to be a, um, you know, be on jury. And so I sat around, and I heard he was talking about, you know, yeah, we start to call this place around here, but it's like little New Orleans. So I let him talk. I let him say all of the bad things they wanted to say. Man, New Orleans this, New Orleans that. And I, I let him sit. I, I let him sit for like 30, 45 minutes. He sat there and talked about it. And I had enough. I said, whoa, stop it. I said, look, I'm from New Orleans. I'm going to make you guys understand something that you guys don't think about. A person in New Orleans who has nothing can't live in your area because they have no means of transportation. You guys have no transportation system. And you think you can work at McDonald's catching a taxi every day? That ain't going to work. So if you have no means of family support and all you got is a McDonald's job, that's not going to work. So evidently the people who are living here have real jobs. They're traveling from here back to the city spending money to come back and live here. They have money. Not no little McDonald's jobs. They got real jobs. So those people who you think cause all this chaos, it's not chaotic. Where we come from, we have a 24-hour party system. We can go out and do what we want at any time of the night. That's where we live at. It's a nonstop Mardi Gras. You go anywhere and find a bar that's open. Matter of fact, uptown is one called Miss May. You go to right now and have a drink. 24-7. There all day. I said, that's where we come from. But you guys, because y'all got to shut downtown and things cease back to two because of law y'all made. Y'all think that's, that's how every way operates. It doesn't operate everywhere. People who want to get they party hard. Party during hurricanes and everything else. But we all look at everybody different. And that's, that's black against white, blacks on black, whites on white. And I didn't even know that Koreans and Asians and Vietnamese do it to each other. We do it all around right. the fucking world. It's crazy. I didn't know that Asians do it in such a way that I worked on a shipyard. If you, as an Asian mixed with a, a Chinese or a Chinese mixed whatever, they had names for those people. That's crazy. We do it all, all around the world, all cultures. But until we stop and understand that we all people, and we all got our problems, we all got people who do the same thing, and we all got people in poverty and help each other out, it's never going to be a, a, a helpful society. You know, we back in the 60s and the 50s, we oh, gave hands out to help people out. And people people help, uh, electricians help people with carpenters. Carpenters help electricians do stuff. And we, we helped yeah. and we, we gave each other help. But that's not no that's that no longer exists anymore. And that's the problem. There's no more helping hands out there. You know, uh, I, I just wanted to elaborate because I gotta get out of here and go uh look at the house real quick. Hey, check this out, y'all. Um, but this is a start because Reese don't know me and I don't know Reese. And you can listen to a person, you can hear them and their bulletin and this, that and the other, and you never know. It's just like a television. When you think of New Orleans, you know, I feel you when you say 
that everybody thinks that New Orleans is bad because when you hear things, until you give a person a chance or a break and find out that they're just like you, black, white. That was a uh, horrible, horrible event that happened in uh, Alabama. I don't know the roots. I just think that we, we, we're bigger people than what that it, 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 it ignited a brawl but we all have the same, we want homes, we want our kids' education, we want everything to be fine for them. I love one's friends on the same uh, playing field. And if we're looking at it, we have to uh, do better instead of talking about it. You know what I mean? Um, even a bomb, anybody, just, just, just throw your hands up and say, I don't know if this man is mentally ill, if he's going through something. If he's an alcoholic or a child that's going through something, man, offer somebody a ride, tell them you love them. Because at, when I looked at that, I said, this is what this world is all about. No, 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 no. Um, and then you look at the homeless, the people that have nots, and this and that, nah, nah, and everybody's suffering. Black, great, man, I am not racist, but I'm very well aware that I have to be on my toes in this society. I will get hurt. I have Caucasian friends that are closer to me than some of my brothers. Don't get me wrong. We laugh. We joke about it. You know, but uh, back to the kids. Where we need to step up is instead of pointing the finger and saying, look at that one shaking our ass, you need to put some clothes on and this, that, and the other. Okay. If that's what you've been taught, they're watching it on TV. Mama and daddy's at work. Nobody's monitoring the TV, telling them to turn that shit off, uh, get a book. That's not appropriate behavior, okay? So as, as us adults, we have to befriend them, take their mind off of that kind of shit. Okay, the young man that's doing the skateboard thing, I had an idea and I'm working through some things. That would spark any kid. Skateboard, and he looks just like me. He's a kid and he's 13. Mom, Dad, he got it going on. You feel me? So you have we have to find ways to spark the cow and bring the cow out of them because they're going through so much, um, not having a mom and daddy at home, um, um, hungry, um, whatever goes on in the house. Every day, I got white neighbors and black neighbors. In each one of these homes, there's some bullshit going on. You can better believe that. It's not just only in the black home. We need to help everybody, man. So but you know what? that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I feel you on that, Fred, but guess what? You think, what? next question, why do you think, why do you think that gangs grow? The gangs? Why do you think, yeah, why do you think gangs grow? Wait, um, I, I don't understand. Wait a minute, the words. What did she just why say? Do, he, why do you think he asked you. Gangs? Why do you think why gangs you think grow? Gangs grow because mama and daddy, they was, they was clicking up. They was clicking up for survival purposes in certain areas. That's what I see just right off the top right there. Okay, well, I'm going to hang with this brother, okay, because he cool. My, my, my buddy right here. Okay, so you said um, it. So, so you're right. And you, it's not a mom and dad thing. It's because they think they're cool. They believe that they have their trust and their belief over everything. So let me say this: is that parents show kids 
school of trust, or they showed them the way on how to behave and do things or hold themselves in a certain manner. That's why I say parenting is everything. Parenting is the key. So when you have your parents lead you to the water, you're only going to drink that water because your parents said this water is the drink. And until you as a child are able to develop and say, you know what, this is not right. And let's be honest, we still, we still to our 20s make bad decisions sometimes. Right. So when you have a child who's been making bad decisions with that's in his early teens, or before he even makes his teens. Since nine, he's been hanging with the homie since he was nine. Guess who he's going to believe before everything? The homie. Because the homie's always had his back. Mr. 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 Man, that he's been knowing that he was a law professor who stay on the corner who ain't worked for a nonprofit agency who try to help kids out of prison. He can know him all day and know he a good guy. But guess who he's going to believe? The homie. That's the same thing that happens down here, brother, in the project when they were wrong. Same thing. Yeah. Man, my man down here, he, I know he's a drug dealer. He always gives us a couple of dollars to go get a soda or something. Right. So right. now he the homie. He the big homie. And that's how that stuff happens. But the problem is we could say what's bad all they want, but a child makes his own mind up. We can only, we can only take a child and do so much. But after a while, he, he, he holds his own wings, and he flies the wings. Yeah. But the problem is we have to say no, and it's enough is enough. So like my dad, let me tell you what my dad used to do, and let me show you tough love. Just, and I wasn't no bad kid, but when I rebelled, my dad showed me the way. So let's show you, this is the thing. See, I take the kitchen situation. So I would say, no, I'm not doing it. He said, oh, so you feel like a man today. Well, you, you, you a man outside my house. Uh-uh, don't put no shoes on. I, I bought that. Nuh-uh. He let me put the pants and shirt on, but you won't get out of my house. And he'll let your ass sit out there with the mosquitoes, the cold air, and he gonna let you, he gonna let you chill out. You're going to learn real quick that you need me because you know you can't go down to the neighbor's house because neighbors, they're going to treat their kids the same fucking way. Because so you already know I go on the whole block. Everybody right. same, all, everybody's parents is on the same on the same accord. And if you want to have a communion on the same accord, and he can go to the homie's house, and the homie's going to protect him, well, he's always going to be bad because somebody's protecting his, his ideology. But when you're on a block, when everybody's thinking the same, you ain't got nowhere but to stay in front of that house. And so I knew I couldn't go nowhere else because I knew how everybody else on the block of uh, parents were. That's how it's got to be. So if you're not in that kind of community, sorry for you, brother. You might have lost your kids. That's the world we live in. And it's gotten worse. It's not gotten it's not gotten better. It's gotten worse. Kids not as a kid, do you ever think you would call the police on your mom and dad? Doing what? You ever thought about that? I'm just asking. Doing what? Yeah, you ever thought you ever thought about that? No, nope, I wouldn't. My what parents about, told about? me. Oh. My parents told me, yeah, go ahead and call the police. They're going to put your ass up across oh. the hall. You ain't going to no, get shit. I ain't shit. never thought about calling no police on my mom and dad. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. I'll call the police on them. The po- oh, man, what? I ain't never heard of hey. no shit like that, Joe. 
a couple of years ago. You called the police on me. You called the police on me. You going with them, or you can't stay here. You called the police on me. Hey, I'm, man, I'm old I'm, school. I was born in 1962, homie. Hey, Shit. hey, these these youngsters, these youngsters is a whole. It's a whole different breed. It's a whole other level of of disrespect. You know, I went to a I went to a class to a class to go speak, and I encountered some youngsters that man, oh man, they was they was like Wolverines. They was like Wolverines. They took the class hostage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean the level of disrespect. But see, here's the thing now. All they know is either fear or anger. That's all they know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And anger is only a masquerade for fear. It's only a masquerade for it. So if I'm working out of fear, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm in a, a state of aggression, period, right? Because I don't want you to see this fear that I feel, that I don't even know how to uh, address or even understand it. You know what I'm saying? So my way to deal with it is to have straight aggression, right? Because if I reveal my fear, then now I'm vulnerable. Now I may be taken advantage of. Now I may be viewed as weak, right? And so now you got to go, y'all. I got to go, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I all right, Brad. Okay, good, Brad. Okay. All right. All right. Love you all. Good weekend. Biggie, 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 you didn't help the show no okay. way but your big fat-ass fingers. So, <laughs> so now... You know what I mean? You got these youngsters, right? You got to speak in a language that they understand. See, first, you got to you gotta observe them. Don't just hop in the, in, the, in the skillet. You feel me? Hop in the frying pan. Sit back. Monitor them. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I did in my experience with them. As soon as I walked on the, on, into their environment, I didn't open my mouth. I just observed them. I observed their behaviors because their behaviors is going to tell me their mindset. You know what I'm saying? And so now I sit and I watch them. So now I know how I got to deal with them because now, because now I'm foreign to them. They, I'm stepping into their environment. They didn't already took this captive. This is their territory. So now just think about animals in the wild. Just think about a pack of wolves. You, you get what I'm saying? So now I'm a, I'm in their environment. I'm on their grounds. So now I gotta come in a way where I speak their language. You know what I mean? So now I gotta meet aggression with aggression because they trying to see which way they gonna attack to overtake me because they didn't already overtook the teacher. They didn't already overtook the classroom. You know what I'm saying? So now once I see this. I give them a run, one by one. One by it's three of them, and the smallest one is the ringleader. The smallest one is the shot caller. You know what I'm saying? So they see in the first two, but they come one by one, right? So I give them a one minute run. He, you know, calls himself clowning me. Ooh, right? Give him one minute. I time him. Then boom. Then I cut back into him. So now, now I didn't reverse the script because now I got your peers laughing at you. So now he feels stupid. Now he done regressed back to the wall, and now he quiet as a church house mouse. 
Because now I done took his defense from him. You, you, you got to talk in a language that these youngsters going to understand. Because if you – what we know, you can, you can incorporate that into it, but you got to be able to talk to it in a language that they're going to understand, that they're going to respect. Because if not, they're going to they gonna chew that shit up. They're not even going to hear I, I mean, it was it was it was even to a point. It was even this youngster told me. He said, "Man, you know who I am? I got guns big as you." And it made me, in my mind, it made me second guess even dealing with this youngster because I'm like in my head, "Damn, do this youngster do got a gun stashed outside?" Because just a week before I got there, they had a shooting outside the school grounds. Little girl, innocent, got shot. You feel me? But. At the same time, I can't show no weakness to these youngsters because if I do, they're going to they gonna pounce. You know what I mean? So I got to stay firm. So when I, when, I, when I pressed the youngster, when I pressed the youngster and I took his defense, you know what he did? Tears start coming out. I said, why are you crying, youngster? Why are you crying? Oh, it's dead, it's dead. Woo, woo, And he stormed out the classroom because now he was defenseless. Let me I pressed him and, and, and put a wall up. Everybody who cries does not cry in fear. It's not fear. Who cries, it's not. It's anger. It could be anger in a major way. Trust yes. me, I knew that for a fact because I used to be that child. I used to be that guy. I get that. I wait, 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 wait. I can prove it to you. I can prove it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Let me finish. Let me finish. So now, no, no, so no, now no, I brought no. my packages of motherfucking green pea over to the kids, and then they all bow down. So so now, see, I, you know, I changed the scoop on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me finish. I'm just going to say, wow. No, okay, so you, you stop the fun. Let me say something. I used to be one of those kids, and my mom had to get me because I could have been a real, like, man, I, I, I don't know what I'd be without my mom stopping me at this moment. So I used to be so mad about things that I couldn't control that I would really just, I, I'm one of those people who just stay quiet until I was able to calm myself down. But at this point, I, I had gotten done. And so... Me and a certain person got into it. And I had gotten to the point where I was in tears. I wasn't like out loud crying, but I was in tears. And I grabbed him and I had him about to throw off into the air and had cocked back. And my mom didn't even grab him. She told me. She said, if you hit him, you're going to hurt him. And if you hurt him, you can't take it back. And if you kill him in the process, there ain't nothing you can do. You gotta learn how to stop, son. If you don't learn how to control it, you're gonna kill somebody, and you're not gonna be able to do nothing about it. There's nothing nobody will be able to do about it. Not your mama, not me, your dad, your uncle, your brother. Now your life is lost. If you don't learn how to control it, you got to. You gotta learn how to start learning how to laugh at life. That was the most 
powerful moment in my life because my brother caught me where I was so enraged. I was going, I don't know what I would have done. And I tell people to this day, that's why I don't get into huge fights. But look, if I'm quiet and you come at me crazy and I'm quiet and I don't respond to you, that's a problem. Exactly. Because now we, exactly. we're beyond we're beyond speech. So exactly this is what I tell people. When you go in people's territories and you see somebody, usually the ringleader ain't clowning. He got his goons already up front. He behind he is behind the stand and watching until he, until it's his turn after everybody get knocked out. And usually by the time the ringleader Exactly out, and if, if if you don't know what's gonna happen to you when you walk out the door. And I'm gonna say these motherfuckers down here, we we these these kids down we got down here, these motherfuckers shoot a crowd of people. They don't give a fuck. Look at exactly. Mother's Day in a fresh quarter. Two kids bring out fire in a crowd. They ain't give a fuck in the fresh quarter. It's crazy. These kids down here don't give two fucks about life. Because okay, so let me so 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 look so let me finish right. So long story short, right. At the end of the day, I'm getting ready to leave the campus. I'm walking down the hall with a different with a different teacher, right? I hear, "Hey, Mr. Atwood, turn around. It's the teacher and the three students, right? They come and walking towards me, right? When they get to me, the ringleader is like, "Hey, Mr. Atwood." I apologize. I want to apologize to you. I didn't mean to disrespect you like that. I was wrong, and I shouldn't have came at you the way that I did. You know what I'm saying? And I told the youngster, I said, look, youngster, I'm not here to try to degrade you, to try to make you feel less than, less than what the almighty God that made you to be. I'm just trying to detour you. I'm trying to detour you from a life. Either gonna, you're going to either wind up in the ground or inside of a box, an 8 by 10 prison cell, one or the other. That's the options for what you're heading for. I've been there. I've been down that avenue, and I'm just here to try to help you find a different pathway, to find a different course, and be better than what you think you are. You know what I'm saying? But I had to go through his defenses in order to get that and to get him there. You get what I'm saying? But I totally understand what you're saying about somebody that's quiet. You, yeah, you better watch that, mother, because there's no more talking. There's, there's no more words. You feel me? Well, I hear you. I hear you. You go I, I hear you. I hear you. So... I mean, so who we I got? Mean, I, we got Martin Luther King and Malcolm X on the after hour of power now. Hey, but any means necessary. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? And I and I applaud you. I applaud you because when you walk into that jungle, it is a kill or be killed. You know, not to be killed thing. There's no there's no turning back now. And once you jump in the water, it is you either gonna stand your ground. And do what you came to do, or still walk out and, and be eaten by a crocodile, or whatever else come at you. I, 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 I applaud you. I applaud you. And the teeth, 
the teachers, the staff told me I had my work cut out. They told me, and they told me the littlest one in the group that he pretty much runs the campus. And he was. He was a runt. But that, you know what I mean? Hey, it ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. You know, this. this Man, I didn't, had, I didn't buy had enough. Of, I didn't buy had enough of motherfucking uh, Marcus Garvey and, and, and motherfucking Martin Luther <laughs> King on this motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy how uh, movies predict our situations going to school during a time like Lean on Me was a real fucking. Like, we, I dealt with that shit in the school system for real. Like, drug dealers coming to school, like, out the street. Like, motherfuckers coming into the school starting trouble. Like, for instance, in my junior year, we had we had kids who were, uh, they called the Bally Boy Gang. Right? So they really went to Ralph Lauren, bought Bally. They all wore Bally. That, that was their thing. And these motherfuckers would come to schools in real... Like, have shootouts in fucking school, you know, and teachers and everything tried to, like, really stop these kids from school. Our school was so bad that we couldn't even have a night game. That's how bad the school was. In my junior year, there was no night game. They couldn't have it. The school was that bad because the city had taken all the schools from different, all the bad kids from one ward and put them into that one school. They would shoot out every day. That's how crazy. So when when movies came out during that time, they really predicted the situation that some black areas were going through. And it's still that some people never heard the cry. And and people say, Oh, that's just a movie. That don't work like that. We didn't have all that stuff, the graffiti everywhere and all that school that stuff. Because the school was still brand new. But we still went through a situation. And we had the biggest drug dealer. And they actually called the motherfucking name. They was him. He had the Jerry Curl dripping all down his shoulder shit. And he was about like tall, tall, slim, this motherfucker walking through the school. And he was probably older than most of the kids. So those movies predict some of the situations that went through. And you know, you had you had your drug dealers, you had your your athletes, you had your pretty boys, and then at the bottom you had your nerds. And all nerds are not smart; they're just weirdos, people who didn't gel with the rest of the crowd. They 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 had their own sectors of, of people they dealt with. But I learned how to walk from the jungle because I wasn't top king of the jungle. So I learned how to walk through jungle and go home. And people was inviting me in the group like, man, look, we about to go do something, stuff, man. Come on, big old, come take a walk. Nah, bro, I'm going I'm to go over here and go to football practice, and then I'm going to go home. I've got off the bus with my helmet in my hand, go wash my clothes and everything. Man, big old, come over here. We about to play football. Come in, you can stay with your pants. We got somebody, we got to jump. No, I'm going to go home. There are, there are things that lead kids, and these people, these people you work, you go to school, have your neighborhood, and you go to school with every day who try to lead you into trouble. But if you don't learn how to walk away from things, and it was my mom to teach me learn how to walk away from the things, I'm out of never would be where I'm at right now. 
and my dad always told me, if somebody will get you in trouble, get in trouble by yourself. You don't need nobody to help you get in trouble. You get yourself in your own trouble. So at least you have to get yourself out of it. Look, check this out, Frederick Douglass ass nigga. Uh, I'm about tired of your your shit too, nigga. Fucking up my Friday and shit. Fucking up my Friday, nigga. I'm going to sleep over here, nigga. I'm trying to wake up, nigga. It's Friday, nigga. Why you didn't talk that shit yesterday on Thursday, nigga? It's Friday, nigga. I need a drink. So, nigga, you you what you gonna drink? Room juice. What you want? Yeah. You want to drink some booze? Some shit. Nigga, I need, I don't know, nigga, I need something alcoholic. Listen to me, you and mother, listen to motherfucking Frederick Douglass and motherfucking, you know, uh, uh, that other motherfucker. What's his name? Uh, 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 Miles Davis. Miles Davis and shit. Both of you motherfuckers sound like y'all need some. Y'all both, both of you niggas sound like you need some hot chocolate, nigga. I can't even understand what the fuck you say. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga? The only thing this motherfucker how to do is drink piss and eat veggies. It's 
If I'm not, that's because I ain't working. Okay. I'm gonna come take a. I'm gonna come take a. Uh, let me let me tell you something. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a ride by Ali House and smoke a big ass cigar for that motherfucker. <laughs> no, don't do that. I got. Don't do that. I got nails. I got a whole bunch of nails in the street before you get to my driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm worse than the police, nigga. I know how to stop a nigga. Hey, why you want to do that, dog? I'm trying to, you know, come and share the love. You know, oh, nigga, we don't right. want no, we don't want, we don't want you to get to twerking and then bring that motherfucker Marcus Garvey, nigga, you had with you earlier on the show. See this? That's our brother Marcus. Hey, 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 look, like, like, uh. Like on a uh, uh, Brooklyn Vampire, nigga be flip flop. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm glad that nigga be tall. One nigga nigga be tall. Next nigga nigga well nigga don't know what the fuck he want. He don't know what he want to do. Hey, motherfucker, I'm glad you didn't have that nigga Yusuf Kente and Six Eyes on here today to fuck up the whole show. Who's <laughs> playing is here? Plankton is here. Run, um, with that rundown nigga. Um, I don't know where I, I don't know where his six size went. Plankton ain't got nothing to say to you no more. He didn't feel like he didn't lost you. Now he he ain't got no more words. That nigga, that that nigga, Mister Kintay's motherfucking podcast. He didn't ran out of all of his very white, you know, intros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Uh oh, uh oh, who that is? Who calling? Who? Oh no, no, nobody call. Let me look. No, no, hey, no, we get. Nobody calling. That nigga don't want to talk. He, he, he probably got his here. ass he, at work too. Plankton need to be working with his motherfucking rundown ass. <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You stupid. Uh, I'm gonna be laughing. I'm gonna be laughing for days talking about Marcus Garvey. Oh my God. That nigga sound like Marcus Garvey. That nigga thought the whole show was on him. I said, God oh damn, put God. the cameras down. Taylor, stop the cameras. <laughs> this nigga was talking like a motherfucker. I didn't have two pieces of a motherfucking toast listening to that nigga. <laughs> yeah, you said two pieces of toast. <laughs> so you say you you say you toast the bread and everything while the yeah. yeah, I made two pieces of toast and then I had some tea and I'm listening to this nigga. Yeah, and the water don't boil and everything. That's fine. Um, I know. And then I said, here come this nigga Charles right behind me with his Jesse Jackson sounding ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, my father told me, but you know, I can prove it, but my father told me. I said, it's going to be a fucked up Friday, boy. I swear to God. No. Y'all want me to go down? Y'all want me to go down to the African district and buy me a picture of Frederick Douglass and put it on the wall and shit? <laughs> hey, 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 look, get that pan-African garb. I want you to be on your boy, look. I want you to be on your boy in, in the, uh, 
look, I want you to go do like your boy, um, <laughs> do the right thing. Oh, see that? Stop that. I know what movie that's from. That's from Do the Right Thing. <laughs> that was horrible then, and it's still horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. I was in a movie theater. I was in the movies to see that. <laughs> I said, oh, my goodness, this is, this is terrible. they mocking this, this poor child. Hey, Sam, I want to know why you got no pictures of no black motherfuckers on the wall. <laughs> he was upset. He was heated. <laughs> <laughs> and he again, needed to see some proper representation. <laughs> that nigga did been over to the styles and bought many pieces from Styles before he asked him that question. <laughs> I know. I ain't gonna lie. I probably been Styles. His whole life. I probably been Styles. I probably been Styles eating pizza soup. <laughs> Shit. Oh, hey, I probably said, Styles, put some more mozzarella on that motherfucker. <laughs> mozzarella. I know. Hey, if that pizza so good, you don't give a damn who on the wall as long as the pizza good. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yep. <laughs> I would give a fuck if he if he had. I would give a damn if he you had Bruce what? Lee on the wall. Nigga, put that motherfucker on the. Wall. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, tell wow. the because we were just listen. We was at the bar talking about. Uh, we got into a racial conversation, and we were talking about all the statues in the city that white took down, right? And so one of the biggest statues in the city was called Lee Circle. You know, anyway, we still to this day say that Lee Circle. It doesn't make a difference in the statue that that no more. We still call it Lee Circle. That tell people we don't give a fuck. That, that, shit, don't, that shit don't mean shit to us. It's just a, just a location. It's nothing special to that bitch. We don't give a fuck about the statue. Fuck that statue. Wow. So they snatched it down, no. this They they took it. They took the statue. Yeah, they, they, they took that one down. <laughs> the they took the one by. Um, there's, there's a couple of statues took down, and they they renamed a couple of streets. Like uh, we had one street called Jeff Davis. They called it something else. Uh, we had another one called. Uh, it's like a couple of streets in the city every day. But the problem is that the streets have been they, they they've been in the city for so long. For us to like say. Man, you know, if you go down here to this, this street called whatever, that used to be whatever, he's like, huh? What? You talking about Jeff Davis? Yeah. You know they don't call it Jeff Davis the more they call it second threat. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. Ain't nobody paying attention to that bullshit. They just know where Jeff Davis at. Yeah. I know, I know in Philadelphia they didn't snatch William Penn down. I tell you that. And they was like, nah, wait a minute. We can't take old Bill down. We got to leave him up. They didn't take William Penn down off that off that cobblestone. Uh, what's the name? They didn't take him down. <laughs> but we have we got not only statues, but we have monumental plaques where they, they dedicated stuff to rides and stuff like that, congratulating people and shit. So that's why mm. it got real bad that yeah. people through the years to ask them. But as kids, it's not like we get a history ride through the city and they show you this stuff. The only way you see that stuff unless somebody pointed out to you. Now you can see the statues because they were in monument places like uh, right in front of our city park, uh, mm-hmm. Lee Circle, which stands in the it, it's huge as fuck. <clears throat> I say it had to be one of the biggest statues in the city. But unless somebody sit there and pointed out to you, we're not telling you who the fuck that. It's like you know, yeah, if you ask a kid about a monument person, they say, you know who that is. Nah, I don't know who that is. I just know it's Lee Circle. I don't know them. Who is that motherfucker? I don't know. Who is that bitch? Who gives a fuck? This 
it's Lee Circle, dog. And they're all like, yeah, <laughs> that's what it is, Lee Circle. Meet me at Lee Circle, dog. You know that famous motherfucker on top? No, I don't know who that motherfucker is. I don't know. But that's the way it is. You know, you can't tell these kids nothing about coming and shit around the city. You don't know. Like, we have a, a famous area of... So let me tell you something that's happening right now, believe it or not. They mm-hmm. right now are trying to pull the New Orleans Saints symbol off their, off their uh, hat. The four hmm. of Because oh. many slaves were set with the four of the symbol. Mm-hmm. So that's how the whole situation broke out yesterday. So I'm like, you know how long the four of the symbol been around? It's all invented to the, the French family of King's Crest. It's, it's a family mm-hmm. crest that way before slavery even started. I said, so how you going there? But that's to show you how black people do shit. That's how mm. black people do shit. And that's, that's the shit that kills me. And so it was a black Muslim guy who, who started shit. And, and because he said they branded slaves with that. I said, so you telling me that whoever owned the brand of the Florida League owned all these slaves? So... If you use the internet and say, uh, give me a list of brands used to uh, list of, a, a brand used to uh, whatever slaves, you know, uh, to mark slaves, the first mm-hmm. one they're going to come up with is the Florida League. Somebody did it and showed me. That's to show you how cool the internet can be. So now you're taking this one symbol, which is a flower, mm-hmm. and make it the biggest controversy unnecessarily. I say, man, you stupid. So now, not only do you have to get rid of it in off New Orleans, uh, New Orleans safe hat, it's also embedded into what we call the Arcadian flag, which you don't even know that. So we don't have, like, I don't think we have a city flag. We have a, a, a flag called, it's called the Arcadian flag, I think it's called. And that is that that Florida Lee symbol is embedded in that flag. So mm-hmm. everything that has a Florida Lee symbol and needs to be taken off. You know how many products and stuff oh. has Florida Lee symbols in it? Oh my goodness! Right. Yeah. So I told him. I said, ask you a question. Do you know what a brand is? It doesn't make a difference. I said, it does. So you telling me whoever owns the Florida Lee symbol? had one of the biggest slave organizations in the world. It was that many slaves that were branded with the Florida Lee symbol. He really could answer. Right. I say, when you mm-hmm. say a brand, it's owned by individuals. When a cow is branded, it's owned by the individual. Every brand is not the same. So show me the brand that every slave wore. And it has a picture of it. But you can't tell me that every slave is that brand because you can't identify who that slave belonged to. Now, they said in some instances they were branded when they were runaway slaves with the Florida Lee symbol. Still, that doesn't that, – that, that, you going to tell me every – so how do you locate who the damn slave belongs to? They were able to locate who the slave belonged to because of the brand. But, hey, and I told them who the earrings actually uh, – we we'll put on sleeves. 
and they know and they is. But hey, I, I told my say, man, you sound stupid. I said that's that crazy bullshit they put in your ears. He said, no, that's that crazy bullshit put in your ears. That it was a fa- it's part of family crap. I said it is. Research it. I said, man, you sound crazy. But that's the shit black people do. That's why I don't like sometimes when black people go into pointing at certain things and make an issue out of it. And I think black people don't have a problem with the part of white history. We got to part the way people write it and leave it as that's all it was about. I think that's the problem with me. You know? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if you put uh, uh, black people in stories like of people, uh, George Washington and other people, where they sold uh, slaves and, and Wake up, Here goes some water, Snitchy Poo. Wake up. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake. It might be a bigger story. I'm awake. But anyway, that's the last one. Right. This nigga, this nigga keep going in, this motherfucker. Frederick Douglass to Malcolm to Martin. Nigga, what's up with you today? Nigga, you got a picture of all three of them on your wall, nigga? You over there making pizza today, nigga? <laughs> Who, me? Where you yeah, got you. Y'all, got, y'all got good pizza down there? Yeah, yeah, we got some good pizza down here. Now that shit tastes like cardboard. Stop. Yeah, they got a bunch no, of vegan down in the Dago. That's you can eat like Man, they got a hell of a pizza down here. The, the best, the best pieces is the biggest pieces. The little small ones is the motherfuckers that's nasty, but the big ones with the big slices, nigga, that's the shit. <laughs> See, you like that real Italian shit with all the veggies on it, with the the spinach meats and shit on it. The real shit they call. Now, I don't fuck with the meat. I just help them to get me a veggie. I don't fuck with none yeah, of that meat. Okay, I like nigga. That's what I, what I, that's what I do. I get the veggie like a motherfucker. Yeah. What you like on your veggie pizza? None Weed. of your business, Charles. <laughs> we. Kind of, how you gonna bring it up and don't tell us what your favorite no. is? No, because you don't. Know, not sharing it. I ain't tell. I ain't sharing shit with the motherfucking Charles motherfucking ass. <laughs> The nigga goes up and dream I'm about say, my. Like this nigga oh, gonna dream about my veggie oh. pizza tonight. Say again. You say that again, nigga. You look at I love you, nigga. I can understand what you're saying, nigga, because I be listening. But nigga, if I if I didn't like you, nigga, I'd be like, what the fuck that nigga say? Yo, you heard the fuck I gotta say. God damn it. <laughs> that nigga talk fast. Sound just like motherfuckers I do. I do talk fast. Nigga, motherfucker. Nigga, you, you should have joined the motherfucking fast talking Olympics, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid for that shit, yeah. Oh, God. Cuddles will say what anything. What you say? I'm oh going read class? Hey, you say I'm going to read class? <laughs> you better Come not say that. <laughs> you can't ask the nigga and bring home the gold, nigga. Ali said he'll come home to mama. Ali said he'll come home to mama's kids. Mama said, what you learned today? Not a goddamn thing. I'm sorry, mama, but that buffalo read too fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
got a lot of ground to cover, not a lot of time. You gotta hustle up. <laughs> <laughs> I, that motherfucker taught a thirty minute class. He taught a thirty minute class in fifteen minutes. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Get on with the day. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Get on with the day. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'm accused of, t- of talking fast, but it's okay. It's, it's okay. I, I, I feel my, like I, I understand. Yeah. Well, I feel like I understand what what Scissor says, and what I don't. I asked him, "You you should stop that." Well, that's good. You heard what he said. That's what you're you supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do when you're in school. You're supposed to ask the teacher what the fuck he just said. See, fucking with six, fucking with motherfucking uh, Charles Scissor's ass, you have your BA in a week and a half. See, look at that. You got your whole life to live. You got your whole life to live after that. You got your whole life to live. You get on with it. Accelerate it. I mean, I'm just saying. We only have what? What, what, do, we, what do we have? Eighty-seven, sixty. How many hours per year? Let us tell us about your speed reading. I mean, I'm all that shit up in one day. <laughs> nigga, I have my bachelor and my masters in five days. Fucking with that nigga, Charles. There you go. <laughs> and, and they gonna call Charles. Yeah, Ali, join your class. He goes, "Yo, what you say? I can prove it to you. I can prove it to you. I can prove it to you. What happened? 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 And then you say, "Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> it's like, Stop it!" <laughs> oh and then you be like that nigga Marcus Garvey. <laughs> and so now, see, so now I just switched the whole game on him. See, the, the, the youngster, I said, what's up with the youngster? <laughs> you leave our brother King Marcus alone. Oh, my goodness. He's trying to relate with our hey, why, why are you crying, youngster? What's going on? Check this out. I'm trying to make you be better than you. I'm trying to make you be somebody you ain't going to never see. See, I've been there before, youngster. <laughs> see that? <laughs> oh my goodness! Deductions. And see you, you yes, deductions. And then you got I forget who it was. Now talking about um, now they just joined Cuddles talking about him drinking lime, uh, lime infused tea and stuff like that. Cuddles that was that. talking about that was laughing. Yeah, see, you <laughs> see that. <laughs> Uh, you know, horrible. he had to get with him, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Ladders is light-skinned. He a red nigga, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. He must be giving somebody the business right now because I haven't heard him today. This is the first time in oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he didn't right now. Exactly. He didn't found him some other motherfuckers to cuss out. He don't need us no more. We 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 all new. That nigga got some new motherfuckers. He got new news. He got some new news. Oh my goodness. That nigga J King mm-hmm. look at new people. New me. And that nigga go over there and cuss their ass out. <laughs> I love how he asks you a question before you snatch that rug up from under you. You tell J. King, you know, you realize it's a new network you kind of die on. <laughs> See that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We forgot to ask Potter. We forgot to ask King Potter about the ad we're supposed to be putting out there for a new elder. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I'm glad you, oh, I'm I'm glad glad you forgot to ask that nigga. 
Shit, that yeah. motherfucker would have turned in. He did. He did turn into one of the motherfucking Kuti Kentes and shit. See that? Wow. <laughs> oh my god. With his motherfucking ass. His See, first ass. He, he, he first you first know, said he was running from the fans. Now you say he's running from the. I got my suit, Jay, and I I put on my tie, Jay, and you know, and I I me and me and Snitchy's in the corner were talking, Jay. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get there in a hurry here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I never knew that. We open a pack and say, you want some lemonade? Yeah, make it. Very big some lemonade. I want some too. They got a bag of lemons in the bottom of the refrigerator. Hey, <laughs> man, I'm glad I'm on this phone, nigga, because nigga can't get me no more lemonade ever again. Right. <laughs> I haven't had any Jamaican lemonade, but I'm good now. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I'm Irene. <laughs> Bless up. Yeah, next My time goodness. I actually get brown or white sugar in there. It, yeah, I didn't. Well, see, now I'm thinking... You know, because I guess, you know, that's the, the ignorance of me thinking about this. I'm thinking it changed colors to the point I would know brown sugar it would was involved. Color, I would think. Oh, oh. Well, I think, you know yeah. what? I, I just, they say brown sugar is better. But anyway, they say especially right. in the iced tea. So they say in the iced tea, what they do is they, they put the, uh, you know, they put the tea in there, not all the way, and then they put the brown sugar in there with the warm water, mix it all up, and then they throw cold water in there. So it's already mm-hmm. disintegrated by the time they fill it right, up. Yeah, it melt, nice cold water. They melted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or right. dissolved it. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Right. Well, um, now I can see I can see that in 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 iced tea and not and not have known, but I don't think I've had any Jamaican iced tea either. To be honest, I would try none of that shit. I'm trying. I'm trying to sit here and think. Other than ginger beer, what beverage? Yeah, rum. Because I don't rum. think I've had any other than ginger beer. Now I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what they put in ginger beer. Yeah, they probably put brown sugar in ginger beer because it's colored. Yeah, um, rum. rum. Um. Well, I don't know if I like rum. Maybe I do, but I don't know. Okay, because, well, you know, I'm gonna bring had, Captain Morgan over drinks. your house. Captain, <laughs> no, don't bring it. That pirate with a bag of bagels. <laughs> With a bag of yeah, bagels. a bag of bagels and some Captain Morgan <laughs> over there going over in the co house. Hmm? No, no, cuddles. Nigga, gonna be something that's gonna be down the road. Brown sugar. We gonna be eating brown sugar off the off the tip of Nicole's booty cheeks. Sugar off of Nicole's tip of her booty right now. You're going to have to call yeah, back. See that? You see that? <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Oh, my goodness. You all I'm going to And Nicole, Nicole going to let me in because I'm going to have like three barrels of water outside for a house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Distilled water. What oh you say? You bring, you bring in booty, bagels, and barrels of water, huh? And the three Bs. 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 The 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hate well, you. Guys, I told you. I need to walk on these Fridays, girl. And that was the water. But you was doing good, Cuddles. You went the, almost the whole time without without going there. You went almost the whole time. Plankton went the whole time without going there. It's Friday, girl. It's Friday, girl. I, I got to get my fantasize on about that booty stitchy. No, you don't, Cuddles. No, you don't. You can live your whole life. It's all about the booty on Friday, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's why I'm gonna let our I'm gonna text our sister Chocolate Peach and let her know since you know so so we can we can know what to do. Oh, wow. 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 Chocolate Peach right here. Why do you want to meet you? No, she don't. Yeah, she said she want to meet you. She thinks you're a wonderful person. Yeah, she wants some of this. She gonna have to. Yeah, she gonna have to suck my toes for about an hour no, if I don't let her get some. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Yeah, she can get some of this and suck on them big toes and lick my nails for a little while. I said she wanted to meet too. I didn't say she was here. <laughs> yeah. No. Tell her I'm a, instead of some peaches, we're going to have some chocolate plums. No. Wow. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Couple of coconuts. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Uh, Chocolate you can't, coconut. You can't let us. Yeah, and then we go sit right here it. on Carmel Beach and enjoy ourselves. <laughs> See? Wow! Just can't let a Friday go by. You just can't do it. <laughs> oh goodness! But sister did say she wanted to meet you. Meet you as a hello. How are you? I bet <laughs> she do want to meet me. About. I bet she do. She's been stalking me for three years. She's not stalking wow. me. Now you sound like Plinkin. <laughs> Nobody's stalking. She's she been stalking me for three years. Yeah, that's why she be fucking with me, saying fucked up shit about me. <laughs> she want to see these balls. <laughs> she didn't wait a minute. She didn't say, not, she didn't say anything about your nutters. Y'all, she... I got I got some text messages telling me she wanted to see these balls. Don't be don't be talking about what y'all texted about. I did. She sent me a text one day, Nicole, and I said oh. these nuts. And I said these oh. nuts. And she said, "Let me see them." Oh. <laughs> wow. See, I did. I should have told sister that you say that to everybody. <laughs> that's your that's your hallmark. Talking about these nutters, you love to say that in a text message. I, <laughs> I can say, "Oh, happy, happy Friday, cuddle." You say these nutters, and <laughs> I'm like, I just laugh now because that's like saying good morning to you too. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend. So you know, at first I said, "Oh my God, I'm used to it." I just be now. playing with y'all. I ain't got nothing else to do. Oh my God! I mean, goddamn. <laughs> I don't want to go out there with Big Charles to the one-man bar. <laughs> wow. No, they be, they be the up in there. They be up in there. They be up in there. Don't tell us nothing, man. How you know? <laughs> Got big booty girls walking everywhere. You got that titties out. Draws in your ass. So tight to oh, see the draws. No draws. The thing in the booty. Just oh. saying it. 
I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, he just hit it down off without the shirt in his head. He just always holds on top of him in his head. It's just, you know, it's just a national land pool to see what you want to see. Big girl eye and yeah. belly button. So you on know, song that they all fat and everything. It's okay, you be. Oh, my God. That's terrible. How you know they 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 trying to they trying not to show that they that they got a situation going on. Because but I have see, a, I have a you question. You they hide above their belly. They put, they put his skirt above the belly button and they wear a short shirt. You know where his belly button yeah. is. Yeah. See, let me tell you something. You know where your weight at. You know they got it by your Look the weight they up your own belly. You already know that. Come on. Yeah. You know that, yeah. You right. You right. So it's all right. Our sister Janet Marie, her her belly button is in place. She says she has a 23 inch waist, so that means by default her belly button is right now. She ain't got no 23 inch waist. She ain't got a a 23 inch waist back when she was in high school. She ain't got no 20 inch waist now. That's why she don't wear no belt when she wears jeans. (laughs) See, see that. Now, I have a, I I have a big girl. Wait, wait. I'm a big boy. I got love for big girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but she... I, look, yeah, I see the point the other day, man. She's she tall, six foot six. She like Eartha... Man, Janet Marie look like Eartha Kitt and shit. Wow. Uh, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Yeah, I'm talking about when Eartha Kitt was looking like a damn frog when she got older. Yeah. All them frog looking ass legs and shit. Oh my god. Fucking look, just getting melted off the face. alone. But I do have a question. I do have a question for King. So our sisters who have decided to switch up their fashion, so they out here, and you already described some of the things you've seen. Does this um, does this uh, increase their chances amongst? Kids? Well, you can't speak on it personally, sisters, but I'm just saying all y'all out there talking. For those who are able to approach our sisters, have their chances of meeting someone and having a decent relationship increased because they've changed up their fashion and they're wearing. You know, so everybody wants. It's all right. Everybody wants to look their best. So when you get dressed, you 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 dress in confidence in what you put on. You think you look good in, right? Right. Right. When you get dressed, right, and you're going somewhere, you think you look okay, right? So right. people are gonna judge you based upon what they feel like. So I'm not gonna say yay or nay. I think that women okay. like that uh that tweet song, you know. You know, she, they look, look at themselves. They like touching themselves. Look, a lot of girls take pictures with they, 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 they pictures with their ass to the side, side pieces, and they want to see their fat ass. They want to see how they, they, they body shape. They, they, they appeal to their own shape. So everybody, some people, look, skinny look, some people, some skinny girls look real good to some guys. I don't want no skinny girl. I like girls with some meat on her bones. I like some backside. Oh. I like some titties. That's what I like. Okay. okay. So, thank, thank you, know, you that, that's me. Yeah. I mean, for every single old man. And some people, the bigger, the better. They, they, look, some people like Big Bird. You know okay. what I'm saying? Just, just. Now, see, now I think you said Big Bird because you're talking about our sisters who are tall. They can't help that they're tall. <laughs> 
No, I'm saying they shake beer. That's what I mean, big word. They shake beer. They shake beer. Yeah, that's all. And I don't mean shit weird as ugly, but you say all, all women are not shaped the same. You know what I mean? Some women can right. be small at the top and big at the bottom, you know? Right. They can have no titties, but they can be thick in the hips. Well, right. Big job. Big job. Big job. Big That's a big bird. No kidding with being the way. That's why. That's why he be out there filming them videos, smoking them cigars. Look at that new girl with no titties and big old asses. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I that's see what I my That's what I get hanging out in the King's world. Now I got questions. I'm going to show get an answer. Okay, well, thank you, sister. No, he just told you with the, and the girls, that, you know, they kind of small at the top and big at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I see one girl, she had a nice bottom, but her to her, from her waist all the way up to her neck, it looked like a little boy's body. I said, "God damn!" Oh. Yeah, she, <laughs> was she ain't got poor. no 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 breasts at all, <laughs> and then it looked like a little boy's body, like a nigga might be in the twelfth grade, eleventh grade body. Well, see, um, genetics plays a factor in all these things, King. We know that. They, you know, we know sister that. can't help the fact we that you know everything wasn't everything. She's doing the best she can. <laughs> I hope you wasn't rude to her cuddles. I didn't say nothing. I never mentioned anything. We're not, we're not hating on it. We're not hating on it. Okay. We're not hating on it. Okay. I just, I just told myself, you know, sometimes <laughs> the best joke is when you tell yourself and shit, and then you laugh on the inside, and then sometimes you catch yourself laughing out loud. No, nobody know what you're laughing at. Yeah, yeah but you. <laughs> I never, I yeah. never needed an audience or a comedian in my life because I knew how to do both of them. Right. Well, you kind of grew, you kinda grew up as the only child of right. cuddles because right. you, you had more, you had sisters in the house, so you really did have to. Yeah, but my mama like, kicked them out early. Once they, once they got the tripping and letting people in the house, mama had to kick them girls out immediately. Oh. So I was in the house by myself, you know what I'm saying? So I learned okay. how to, to talk to myself, tell a joke, mm-hmm. and then step on the other side and put on change my hat. Because that's what I would do. I would have on one white hat over here. I'm the nigga telling the joke. And then I put that hat off and go over here and jump up and put on my blue jean hat and answer the nigga. Right. You grew up as the only child in a lot of ways, so you had to keep your Yeah, I look in the mirror and shit. Yep. yep. <laughs> I understand. I understand that. I grew up I made a life child. out of that shit. I thought I was on stage. <laughs> well, you cracked me up because you said um, when you were little, you you would um, pick up the, the language around you and you would uh, you cursed your uncle and I asked you, did you get in trouble? And you told me, um, I think you, if, I, if I remember right, you said no. Um, but they laughed, that, you know, because they were so okay, shocked. They thought that she was think. funny. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Doug, <laughs> Uncle Doug pull up on his, Uncle Doug driving down the street, and he see me on the corner, so he's driving, and he stopped. He said, how you doing, Ali? 
I said, nigga, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> which was, which was the that nigga said, why you cussing out me out like that, Ali? That's why you got your shoes on the wrong feet, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> And he said that nigga oh here never forget that. I was like right. four years old. So. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. They, yeah, they talk about that shit ever since to, ever I was like twelve years old. Right. Yeah, you shocked them. That wasn't the the the, the, the proper response. <laughs> like when, no, when not I said no what four I told year you. old. Right. <laughs> I could barely talk, you know. So you can imagine right. how it sounded to him. <laughs> it's a grown man. He's like every time I was about. I think the last time he told you I was around twelve years. Like, All right, every time I come in the house, he did because they play cards and smoke cigarettes and drink. So as soon as you right. come in, you can smell the cigarettes. They playing cards at the table, and you going. Right. He said, "Ali, right, come here, boy." And he stopped the whole card game just to tell them niggas about that day. Now, did you ever, did you ever apologize to Uncle? Did you ever say, you know what, Uncle, I mean, you know. Hell no, because they kept laughing. I love you, <laughs> They kept laughing. Earlene and them, all the ladies would laugh. They, they thought that shit was hilarious. Yeah. And they talked about that shit for a year. Every, every year I grew up, I was six years, seven years old, they talked about it. I was nine years old, they coming in. Come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, even I, even I remember. I said, "Oh my goodness!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would have got, I would have got towed up. Oh my god! I mean, I get get up. My mama, my mama, she would have told me up, but my mama thought I was funny too. So they sometimes I get away with a lot of shit. <laughs> I sure yeah. would, because I would say stuff that would nobody else would say. You know, and my mama said, "This boy right here is something else." He was like, Ali, close your goddamn mouth. That's what my mama used to tell me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Cuddles, at school, was you cutting up at school, Cuddles? Cause I got, oh, yeah. I, just, I was cutting I up the whole time. I was cutting up at school. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I kind of suspected that that was going on. Oh, man. Yeah, I had shit. I was cutting them out. To to <laughs> yep. I was cussing the teacher out, the students out, get down to the principal's office, and if the principal grabbed me in a certain kind of way, I'm going to cuss his punk ass out, too. (laughs) See, now the phone's ringing at the house now. Now mom got to come get you. No, this shit. That's all right. I was used to that. I was used to that. Said I went to a lot of schools, man. I had to. She, mama had to come get me from one school and go check me into another one. Cause, cause I would let their ass have it. Yeah, I suspected. I suspected. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come get your son. Uh, uh, my mama's name was Miss Cohane. And Miss Cohane, come oh. get your son. Ali here. We don't want him in our school no more. You got to come get him now. Shit, my mama come get me and take me out there. So sometimes she'd be mad, though, because she said they don't know how to deal with no little old kids. You know? Well, right, and, and they, right. And then back in those days, they used to get get mad at a, a, a 20-year-old and get mad at a little 4-year-old like like the little 4-year-old is 20 years old. You know? You know they, like the they used to get, yeah, the oh, teachers and, yeah. and, and kids... Twelve-year-old kids use a sock. Five-year-old kids. Shit, where yeah. I grew up at, motherfucker, the little ones would get socked too. 
Nigga, yeah. give me your nine ladies, nigga. How did you feel? 
you know, I think it all moved so fast. But I remember, I remember seeing her eyes look at me, and she realized yeah. she probably should have like not taken my glue. But it was too late at that point. And so yeah, so I thought I was gonna be because you like, look, you don't get in trouble at school. That's like a no, no. So I just knew at this point, you know, I'm grounded forever, and and you know, I'm, I'm about to tow up everything, all of it. So uh, no Christmas for me, the whole, all of it. <laughs> but I didn't get suspended. I didn't get suspended because our classmates said what happened, and they decided to spare me. But I got what we used to call standards. <laughs> I got like a whole boatload of standards, but I didn't get suspended. I bet. They used yeah, to give the black kids a lot of, lot of standards. Yeah, standards, yep. So yeah, they but what? I used to have no thousands, thousands of standards writing no the same old shit. Yep, yep. So um, how I used to survive a standard would be I'd write the sentence out, and then I'd write all the way down, all the I, all the will, all the not. <laughs> and that's how I used to try to speed up on, you know, my hands all crunched up and everything. So yeah, yeah. I, I've had, definitely had standards. But yeah, but um. Yeah, I, so I don't I don't like bullying of any kind. Um, honestly, even now I just I just don't. But yes, Tashel didn't try that no more after that. She did not. She did not. But um, man, yeah, that was <laughs> that was horrible. That was horrible. But it really happened. I don't know where she is in the world. I don't know where she's at. But they didn't let us. They didn't let me live that down. They let Tashel live it down. That went on for the rest of the school year, off and on. Any, especially the boys. You know how y'all do. Y'all just bring up anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was trying to move past it. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, anyways, there's my share. And I, I say this to say, um, yeah, <laughs> I, that was a horrible experience. So I definitely wouldn't want to see no little kid getting smacked up or nothing like that. We looked after okay. the little kids at our school. Well, you yeah. know, earlier earlier we had Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey speak, and now y'all just heard from Rosa Parks right here, y'all. <laughs> well, I would have been if I was going to be Rosa Cuddles, I should have I should have just I should have just like let let it happen, let my glue be gone. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, Rosa Parks. Calm Rosa Parks down. <laughs> Go hit a joint, Rosa. Shit. Okay. That make you Nat Turner then, Cuddles. You was Nat Turner. Go get, you, <laughs> get you some goddamn distilled water. You know what I'm saying, Rosa? I'm still triggered. You over here teaming up with Marcus Garvey and motherfucking Frederick Douglass and shit. <laughs> I said, just give her, no give her some time. She's going to join forces with them motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I, I would have been the one to make Marcus Garvey hat. I did I did dig his hat. <laughs> that was oh um, my God. real creative. He, he really put a lot of effort. He had somebody make that hat. That was a one of a kind. Marcus Garvey Y'all going to really, in and, and the name of y'all, I'm going to have to go down here and get me a picture of Marcus Garvey. Frederick Douglass and Rosa Parks today in the memory and in the name of y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Pick up some black seed oil and some sage. Oh, no, you don't need no sage. I don't got, need no sage. I got a whole bag sage. of sage. They're going to be wanting my sage. Who they see me? They mean, who are you? I'm like, don't worry about it. 
What about my name? Yeah. If you got a dollar fifty, if you got two dollars, hey, give me that two dollars and take that bundle. What is your name? <laughs> None of your business is my name. <laughs> well, um, yeah, well, get, pick up some black seed oil while you're down there at the Pan African Mart, and um, yeah, and some um, so what you call what you call the knock chompa uh, incense and some frankincense and myrrh. Uh, what's the uh-huh. name oil? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking down there to see if they got some good soap for acne. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um. Uh. My goodness. Shea, um. The shea butter. It was. It's a mixture. It got black. It, it got the black seed oil in it. Wait a minute. It's, I got soap. Black soap. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, black soap. Oh, um, that's supposed and to that, be good. Some yeah, of black, that shit don't be real it. though. They got a lot of black soaps, but you gotta find out where the real, <laughs> real one is. Right, I'm gonna send. Let me see here. I'm gonna send you. Um, I have some in here. Um, I'm gonna send you a picture of the one I have. They, um, it's hard to get though. Hold on, I have. Um, I don't know if you can send me anything. I, I blocked you the last two months ago. <laughs> Come on, you really blocked me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible. I blocked your ass a long time ago. I said this nigga right here. I don't even text uh-uh. you like that, Cuddle, for you to be. You was you. See now, I know when you might have thought that, that you was gonna do it because I would say to you when you changed up one of your when the last um, time you heard from me, you said you'd be texting me, but I ain't um, got no text from you. Let me see, let me see. Because I didn't Hold block on. that ass. See, that's terrible. What if it was an emergency? Hold on, let me look. Ain't no emergency. Well, you well you wouldn't know because I would be the one Yo, with the emergency. Jay King is Jay King is your go-to. <laughs> I text him too. Um, August August second and August third. Um, oh, I ain't not. You ain't text me. I don't know where it's yeah. going to. It must be um, it must be going to the moon. What Jay said would would wow. you think people go to the moon? Wow, that's just okay. Hold on, that's terrible. Hang on. Oh yeah, I have a peppermint um, soap that's really nice. That's my last one of those. Okay, there it is. This yeah. is the one I want to say. Yeah, peppermint is cool, but you know you got to really be. You got to get some real fly for that, that skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got, but I got to go to Doctor Richardson. I got to go to Doctor Richardson though. Doctor Richardson is a, a doctor out in um, I forgot exactly where he is, but anyway, he uh. He tell people to invest in uh, uh, shower filters. You know what I mean. So you get you one of them washers. You know how the, the water come out of you get to put a filter up in that, so it'll stop that water from hitting on your body like that, causing you know cancerous whatever it is that's coming out them pipes and stuff. A lot of folks don't know nothing mm-hmm. about that. Well, you know, so, yeah. um, most of our pipes. Well, I don't, well, maybe not. Depends on where you where you live. Could be galvanized. And like I clean the, um, you know, even you're in the kitchen. Um, I take the little thing that that's supposed yeah. to have a little screen in it, and you turn that thing over, you'd be like shocked the amount of just nonsense, like little rusty pieces of pipe and stuff in there. So yeah, I can I can see um, a filter, but even then, um, you gotta t- take it out, flip it, you know, clean it, uh, clean it out. But I mean, oh I don't well, know. yeah, I mean, I'm you know. Certain. Yeah, you got to, I mean, people out there, they got them, you know, but the one that Dr. Richardson got, that's the one I'll be wanting to try to get because, um, you know, he, he seemed like he felt like he you know exactly what's going on with this stuff out here. 
Okay. And, uh, well, um, and that's documentary to tell you tell about the about white it. meat and the dark meat, too. Folks be thinking they're eating the white meat because they think the white meat is more natural mm-hmm. and better than the dark meat. And he said, right. actually, the white meat is what the worst is. And the hotter the chicken gets, whether they boiling it, baking it, frying it, barbecuing it, the hotter it gets, the higher the cancer of the chicken is. It's just really sick. And people don't even know that. They be barbecuing it up, getting real hot and eating it. Oh, well, um, when you say that, you reminded me of the fact that um, also, like if, uh, say, you even put like, uh, for those who, you know, like beef or whatever, um, anything that's like blackened, um, like burnt, basically, is carcinogenic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. See, Cuddles, it'd be, it's like, now, you know, I can only ask you because you know how you get, you just be, um, you just go stubborn just because I ask. But I've asked you before, so I'll risk it again. Well, so how about, like, you, you talk to us about, about these things because many of us don't know. It's just the way we were raised. And some people think, okay, I won't, I won't fry it. I'm going to, like you said, um, broil it. That's going to be better. Or I'm going to um, seed it or something like that. But, like, um, I didn't know. Um, like what you just said about the filter, um, also um, what you said about the, um, you know, um, chicken breast not being exactly any better for you than having, say, um, a drumstick or whatever. So, like, it would be great if you would, because um, you're in the third hour or any hour, because, I mean, but you really, mean I, I got my it. own show, baby girl. I'll be on my own show making it happen. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, I ain't I got no interruptions. I, you know, I dropped one <laughs> nigga. Now I'm making all the dough. You know what I'm saying? Ali just ruling. I dropped Yusuf Kente. Who you fooling? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so now, um, so, so the thing is though, but you, okay, so you not you don't want to answer your phone. You used to do it for King Levi, but you you know you don't want to let nobody else call in or nothing. So so then well, you, you know, just tell us about it. Just I mean you got I mean I'm sorry. When y'all get me seventy eight, I'll let y'all on too. <laughs> you know, but until <laughs> well, then you keep it pushing. I'm seventy eight. by the time you get seventy eight, I'm seventy eight. <laughs> well, you know, by the time you get there then you know, I'll I'll open up the lines for you. But if you ain't seventy eight <laughs> You ain't getting on the show. <laughs> we 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 all gonna to to open the lines by by the time we get to be seventy eight and my goodness. Yeah. yeah so. You'll get there, well, don't worry about it, just hold good. on. You got something to live for now. <laughs> okay. Well thank you. <laughs> um I gotta I gotta reset the um the phone for it to let me take a picture. But when it when I do that, I'll send you a picture of the um of the soap I have, and this one in particular. I know you already think, told me. I, I, I appreciate it, but I don't know how you're going to send it to me. I'm going to have to unblock your phone number. <laughs> I can't believe. Carlos, did you really do that? Did you really do it? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrible. Why would you do that? That's Friday. Um, <laughs> well, wait. You got you <laughs> Well, all I, let me think. All I know is, all I know is, I said I used to comment when you used to change up the words to the mute song because I catch it because I listen to your mute song and your mute songs and and Which I remember one? you threatening me. Oh, well, every day, every day you do you do um 
you, you, you got the classics, but you have some that you turn around and change up the words a little bit. And when you do that, I catch it. And I got to a thing where, you know, I was letting you know I caught it. And you threatened my life one time. You told me because you said you can't get other texts because I'll be texting you in the morning. But that it was because you was changing up the mute song, and I wanted you to know I saw it. I mean, I heard uh-huh. it, but um, you that's know how right. you that's probably when early. I that's probably when I pull that's probably when I pulled the knives out and woke up at four in the morning, going looking for a snitchy poo. See you don't you see and now I see now I know you you ain't gonna cut me, but you did you did. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.